Stay tuned for Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on ParatalkRadio.com, a member of the WLFE digital broadcast family. I'm not hearing anything. Alexandria, are you there? Hello? I'm Hello, there. are you there? Okay. So we're running a couple minutes behind, so just hang tight. He's going to start the intro sure. now, and and uh, we're going to get our butt moving. In the small hollow in North right. Carolina, there have been several Bigfoot sightings. He may need to be on the lookout for something other than deer when they hit the woods this week. He hadn't been spotted recently, but according to these pictures, the legendary Mothman is back. The number of UFO sightings is soaring tenfold over the past 25 years. Now, she's not talking about people. She is talking about ghosts hanging around what some say is a real-life haunted house. You're listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy on ParatalkRadio.com, a member of the WLFE digital broadcast family. Paratalk Radio is your one stop for all things paranormal, the unknown, and the supernatural. Join us every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central for discussions and guests on topics such as ghosts, hauntings, Bigfoot, UFOs, and more. This broadcast is rated M for mature and is intended for listeners over 16. The topics, views, and opinions expressed on our show may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Paratalk Radio, our hosts, or our sponsors. Now, live from J-Wolf Production Studio in Ontario, New York, here are your hosts, Ted and Cindy. Hello, everybody. It looks like Cindy's a little late, but uh, I have a friend sitting here with me. Uh, Mr. Ralph Esposito, right? Is that how I do it? And um, on the phone with me, we actually have uh, Alexandra Holzer. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Alexandra, you hear everything okay? I can hear everything crystal clear, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, beautiful. That's that, that's great. So until Cindy gets here, you get to play uh, co-host. How does that sound? Sounds good to me. I was doing Sounds that this good. morning. With oh, so, so, so I'm sorry. No, Ralph's going to play co-host. You're just going to be the star. No, no, you get I, just meant, I just meant <laughs> sorry. I just meant it sounds good because she's running late. So I'm okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she didn't even call me. So let's wait till she gets here. Put her over my knee. Smack her bottom. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick, while I get the opportunity, I'm going to try and take over Cindy's job for a second and say hi to uh, Sheila 
and Jason and Adam and Timothy and Robert from Australia from down under. He's here. Put another shrimp on the body for me there, Robert. Uh, Kristen, there's uh, plenty of people popping in there right now. We are on five different Facebook feeds. So I'm not able to get to all of them to see your posts, so I apologize right now. Um, if there's something specific, you may have to come over to the one that we are on right now. Our main feed is on Paratalk Radio on Facebook or on WLFE on Facebook. You can check either one. So if you have a question or anything for Alexandra or for um, Ralph later on in the show, that's where you'll have to hit us up. So uh, real quick, Alexandra is um, the daughter to the late, great, um, one of my inspirations, Mr. Dr. Hans Holzer. And she right now is working with um, a team that has opened up her, her father's files um, on the Travel Channel. And they're now doing um, which I think is fantastic because it's just exciting. I, I love turning it on and seeing it. So, plus I get to see my friend because I don't get to see her. <laughs> you know, not turn on TV, I can see her <laughs> at least. <laughs> uh, isn't technology wonderful? Technology is wonderful. So, uh, Alexander, how are things going with you? I mean, is uh, this is exciting? I think it is. It really is, and I love what you said. Many thanks for that, you know, and we go back a little bit, you know, and I think yeah. that um, it's, uh, it's, it's very exciting in, in the way of people who are not aware of who my father is, uh, you know, who Dr. Hobsholzer was, and that he wasn't just somebody that kind of popped in and out in the field, that he was around actually since the late 30s and early 1940s um, working. Um, so it, it, it gives the chance to open up, I think, a new market for people to, to learn about him, his work, what he stood for in life. And it is, it's, you know, it's just, it's an opportunity for people to learn, which, you know, us holders are all about is education. No different right. than when we're in school and we have to study. So to me, that's how I look at it. Right. No, 100%. 100%. Um, real quick here, uh, Mr. Ralph um, is a uh, local um, ghost hunter, paranormal investigator. I'll put you in whatever we want to. Ghost hunter, I guess, is where you started out, though, right? Um, it's ghost hunting, or yes, 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 yes. We, okay. Ghost and a professional photographer. Um, he's uh, a local author as well. He's written some um, ghost books, and they're nonfiction, yes. correct? So um, I wanted to bring him in um, to kind of go half the show because we split the show with Alexandra, and with him, he'll be taking over the other half of it. But I'm since Cindy's not here, you get to like fill in, and, and I'm not going to make. There we go. You don't have to do what she did does though. I'm not going to put anything I, on you. I was going to depend on what just, she does. <laughs> you can just be <laughs> yourself. <laughs> so, um, no, we're just going to take this 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 half hour with my friend Alexandra, and we're just going to talk about the show. And feel free to jump in with any questions that you have. So very good. Um, second episode. I just finished watching that last night. I get to record the show. Um, it's actually called mm-hmm. The Holder Files, and um, I, I like it. I really like the way that um, the whole thing is put together. Um, and who made the decision to do this, if you don't mind me asking, to actually open no. the file back up? Yeah, well, I've been working with um, the production company, um, Painless Productions, uh, for a few years, actually for a different uh, area of 
this type of topic, if you will. And this is an opportunity that came up and uh, we went for it, you know, and it's something that what's so uh, amazing about it is it's encompassing something that you're not going to see anywhere else. And so the travel channel has that footage of my father's work that weaves around the actual cases he worked on or tie into cases that are very similar that run parallel to his work. Because that's another thing that we touch on, which is really important is if, if you're an investigator in this field, that you can find research and data that correlates to somebody else's happening from another part of the country, if you will. So there's right. a tie into that. And I don't think we really look at that. I think it's so isolated. So the show is very unique in a lot of different aspects. I got to tell you, I, I love the, you know, what's happening with it. To be honest with you, the very first episode, I was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just it's just awesome. And I love how they take that they're taking pieces of the um, old. What is that? Eight. Uh, what is it? Eight millimeter tape. What kind of uh, your father recorded on oh these old. Oh, my God. Can I. Yeah. Can I tell you? So it was quite an undertaking on our end of things to sift through, you know, five decades worth of archives because my father, you know, God bless him, but growing up in our apartment, he would have his reel-to-reels and audios, which were also in reels, in um, one specific closet, and there was no door. And he would have his files in the filing cabinets, which, of course, I inherited the 10 million pound monsters that they are in the basement. Thank you. But, oh, my God, forget about it. Can, can you even imagine, understand? Here, Daddy left you his filing cabinets, and my sister says to me, and I says to her, no, that's great. And so we have to move it to the house from the Bronx. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. so, that, yeah, that's how that all began. Sheesh. But uh, we, it's we an got undertaking. <laughs> what? You got big muscles now? Are you a he woman now? <laughs> uh, no, I'm quite the lady, thank you. But I have my strengths, yes. But uh, I keep them in in proportion. So now I'm still one of those that's just like, oh my god, there's a dead mouse in the house because the cat caught one. And my son says, "Mommy, I threw it out to you and screamed this morning." This happened today, by the way. This is how oh I live. It's lovely. So, <laughs> steal mice. They get in, they get out, they get stuck when you have a cat. That's, That's awesome. the reality. And so, Dad was a huge cat fanatic as well, so I'm sure he appreciated parts of it until the mouse was killed, and I'm sure he was not happy. So, you can't please them all. But uh, yeah, it just it's it's a huge undertaking. There's so much work, and so season one really encompasses such a, a, a small part of it. There's just so much there. And, um, you know, he spent more than half his life in this field. He just didn't know it when he was young, you know. And, and some people are like that. You know, they're born into this world, and they're, they're not aware of who they're going to become. But it starts early. And so having children myself pay attention to those traits is quite interesting. Yeah, that's just amazing. I mean, I I, I can't imagine – you know the the amount of stuff that your father has left you with stuff like that. I mean, it's, and you know this is this is stuff without the internet. So everything is we're talking. Right. When we say the holes are files, no joke because everything is you know with the media back then of how how to film your work, how to record your work, 
You know, if you look at it compared to today where we have digital, it's like no big deal. You press a button, boom, download it. Like, what does that even mean? You know, I showed my father my digital recorder. Gosh, this must have been about, I don't know, just probably about two years before he had passed. He's been gone 10 years uh, since past April. And I had gone over there and I said, what do you think of this? He goes, this this looks like a pen to me. What is this thing? It's shiny. (laughs) What does it do? I said, Daddy, digital recorder, unlike your 10-pound uh, Panasonic over-the-shoulder with mic recorder that needs the huge batteries. Yeah, back in the <laughs> old days, they were not small, though. No, they were heavy. They were yeah. um, so bulky, and you know, unless you had, a, a like, a backpack or something you could put them in, I mean, it was hell-moving, those things. And then not oh, even no, to... No. <laughs> My father... He carried that that son of a gun over his his arm and shoulder like it was nothing. I mean, it's oh, crazy. But when oh. he went to go play tennis, forget it. He couldn't hit the ball. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> would you think that he would have it, it down pat fights? I don't know. I don't know. Well, you but know, I, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The other thing yeah. is, is like you have to carry around the tape, where with a digital recorder you don't. You know, there's so you many don't advantages. Do anything. Right. Oh my well, god! Yeah. Really teeny. <laughs> yeah, it, it's that's why you know he was just you know listen we got him uh, one year we got him uh, a brand new um, TV he was like what do you want me to do with this I said daddy it's an upgrade from the one that looks like a piece of furniture from the 70s oh wait it is from the 70s hint, hint <laughs> get it you know he just he didn't like anything changing that much and I feel that today with some of the new equipment. He really would be fascinated by it uh, and would look for people that know how to operate pieces of equipment to further the research. But I don't think he'd like every single thing. You know, he was very critical like that. And rightfully so. You just can't take something because somebody said, hey, I've gotten this data from it. Well, what is that data? He would would go through it with a fine tooth and comb. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's he's one of the reasons that I, I stayed with old school techniques. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and awesome. it's just, you know, why would I why would I go into something new that I have no idea how it works? First off, and I don't have time <laughs> to really see my myself on it. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a, a genius of any kind. I'm just a plain, ordinary you know guy that just likes to do this as a hobby. But it just it's taken over my life in certain aspects. But it does. you know it does. It you know, but it you know I I like old school techniques i'm comfortable with them they work for me why would i go outside it you know unless it's something that really comes to me and and makes me say oh my god that's fantastic you know i'm I'm not going to change you gotta bring that mic i'm sorry i have a question for you uh you probably listened to some of the audio tapes do you find the old method of using an audio tape and the uh the way it was recorded back then any better or worse than the new digital oh, like recorder? The, me- the mechanical versus like the, the, the digital. <clears throat> yeah, I, I absolutely prefer the old way only because you still are hearing it. You know, these guys have to digitize these reels, which is a huge undertaking. And then, of course, you know, the way that they were made back then, the sound is going to be very different. So, for instance, when I first heard it, I've heard cassette tapes of my father's recordings. That's easy to put in a, a, you know, a device and hit play. We have that. But this is something that is over time. So you're dealing with 
decades of time on these reels. So we've got age added to it, conditions and environmental changes to it. And then you're dealing with the sound quality of how it would have been back then versus what we hear today. Obviously, it's apples to oranges because we've advanced. But that being said, I like that how they sound because it's authentic. It's real. Nothing's being tampered with. It is what it is. And that's the right. way it is. And, I know you know, it's the, almost the, like when you're, you know, yeah. The, the newer techniques use more sampling and, and it's, you know, a certain number of bits per second. And it different. It was much different back then when you're recording analog, there was none of that yeah. uh, was, I think you got a more uh, real, as you said, more realistic. Right. Uh-huh. I think the other two with that is that um, the thing that I would worry about is like, you know, if you the old VCR tapes and stuff, they tell you that after a certain amount of time though, because of the strips itself, the tape itself, it'll it can scratch it'll deteriorate. It, it'll yeah. deteriorate. So that's the thing that I'm worried about with, with Dr. Hans's stuff is like, are they going to be able to digitize all that before it goes away? Yeah. That's my next well, that, concern. That was the whole point. That was, that was a major undertaking and it's, it's really taken the year to get this done. Even while filming was going on, uh, the process right. has been long. And so everything has been able to be, digitized and archived because of that factor as well, because we don't want it lost clearly. And it's a very expensive undertaking. I certainly couldn't do this myself. And if I could, I, you know, I would, I probably, you know, but it, when, so it, it's, you're dealing right. with you know, going back in time and, and it's like a, a time capsule of the paranormal. And so the reality is we have advanced, we have changed and the way he worked then versus what we have today. So we're trying to, to get all of that. And so, and there's different forms you're dealing. Also, we have slides, uh, you know, which is photography. And those slides took the photos that went and scanned to the publishers because a lot of his books showed a lot of his ghost photography, if you will. And that came from a slide. Not right. a Polaroid, yeah. which he, he obviously loved and used, aside from Nikon and Kodak and, you know, film developing and all that. He used many different forms of photography and had photographers uh, with him at times. So it's a, it's a culmination of a lot. So it is preserved. And it's interesting because when I heard his voice on that reel for the first time, this was in uh, actually episode three, which had just recently aired for the Whaley house. All yep. I can tell you is in my, my uh, headquarters moment, I was cheering up because I was actually trying not to cry (laughs) because I hadn't heard it in such a great volume in that moment. And he sounded so different. You know, as we get older, the the voices that we remember in our family fade and we think we know what they sound like in life. But during a time where we weren't even there yet or just, you know, young, it was just very intimate for me that I couldn't really describe or share with anybody else. Does that make sense? You know, it was just yeah, kind of no, it was a personal thing. It's just very, very personal. I don't know. He sounded so funny. I sounded like my father. I said, my father sounds like he sucked up a helium balloon. What is this? I'm like, I'm like, does daddy really sound like that? Let me think in my own archives, in my brain. Let me think for a minute there. This is weird. Well, you know, You've been on the show a couple times, and and you know I I love chatting with you and stuff, and and the stuff with your dad when when you had mentioned about something big happening, and then I started seeing it online and the ads, and the, and then the the first episode, I'm like, oh my god, I'm so happy for her because 
this is keeping a part of your dad alive for for everybody. I mean, this is it stuff really that is. yeah. This is stuff that nobody, I mean, absolutely nobody knew about. And, and I mean, you have yeah. to remember that the paranormal field or the ghost hunting field was is pretty much just a handful of people from what the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, all the way straight up. And then now there's thousands and thousands and the amount of people that don't even know who he is, you know, Mm -hmm. it was a select group. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was into that. Although, I mean, it, it, people that were interested in and into the paranormal, I mean, throughout history, they just called it different things at the time, uh, whether the divination with, uh, you know, divining rods or other things Mm -hmm. or, and on my side of it was just the unknown. It was just kind of like oh, right. that's, yes. that's that it wasn't called paranormal investigation or the paranormal. It was called the unknown, you know, and, or some people call it the supernatural. You don't want to walk that mm-hmm. path. Blasphemy. You're going to go to hell for that. It's and... a fine line. You know, it's, it's a really it's a fine line. He had to deal with what was considered taboo. And you know, it wasn't until <laughs> it, was it wasn't awesome. until he went. He he still is. He's still around, by the way. Thank you. But at least he's not making his god awful coffee. Because let me tell you, that was worse than any ghost that you would walk into at night when you're not planning on it. I just got to put it out there. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I no shame in that. So I've never know, had his you coffee. Can't make coffee? I... <laughs> yeah. Let me I tell was... you, it's like it's like it's like drinking mud sometimes. But you see, <laughs> it was his coffee. And his coffee pot, and as a New Yorker, you know what I'm saying. You don't argue. Right. You just say okay. Right. Oh my it god. Is. I, I'm not a coffee drinker, but and definitely if it was a oh. mud coffee, oh no, no way in hell would I even try it. Well, I feel so know, bad for you now. I listen, I would, I would say to him, you know, listen, he was, you know, I don't know if you believe in astrology, but he was, he was a typical Aquarian. How he was born in the in the day of the month for him was very, you know, typical one for me in Aries, and I'm a bit hot-headed, although I've calmed in my old age, thank you, but I even had the, the balls to go up to him one day and say, Daddy, could you lighten up on how many grains you put in the filter, and he'd be like, nonsense, it clears the system out, I'm like, I don't need to be in the turlet all day, honestly, it's really not necessary, less would be better, that was the end of that, that yeah, was you're- I went and I bought my own coffee. I can, I can see, I can see, you know, your dad, it, it, it must've been a trip, uh, honestly. And I think I've said that before. Oh, it must've been ongoing. a trip living with him. It was back and forth ongoing. There was, listen, anything I would try to do, he'd come in my room and say, Alex, what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> Two hours later, Alex, what do you want for dinner? I don't know. Vegetables, that's only eight. So there wasn't right. much to <laughs> Let me think about that one, dad. Go make me a chicken. I, you know, <laughs> vegan over there. So, <laughs> so I call up my best friend who lived in our building in Manhattan. I says, "Hey, you up for Burger King?" She's like, "Hell yeah!" I said, "Let's go." <laughs> That's so you know, funny. Right. Well, and your dad. I mean, working with the mediums and the psychics that he did. I mean that. He was kind of the forerunner with that as well. Nobody else was doing that stuff. Because on the flip side, you had um, oh, what the hell was his name? That you had the other guy trying to prove that. Uh, I know his name too, and I can't even think of it now. He was trying to prove it's called that fart syndrome. He had his old fart syndrome. <laughs> he was trying to prove that every that, that all yeah. that stuff did, doesn't exist, and 
I can't oh, think what, of it. Oh, James Randy? Yes, that's it. The yes. Amazing Randy. Oh, God. Yes. So it was like your dad was like. Around? Per- I don't know. I think so. Is he relevant? Is he still relevant? I don't. I thought he was a musician. I don't Not know. Like things that is. you read. Things that you read. What do I know? But your father, you know, he's just, you know, he was a forerunner for a lot of things here, and people just don't realize it. I mean, there's a whole generation that believes that Ghost Hunt, the Ghost Hunter show, was the start of it all. <laughs> believe it or not. You know, and yeah, then well, there's the younger generation that think Ghost Adventures was Zach Baggins was the beginning of it all. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> well, it's you know, it's all good. It's all good. Here, here's my thing. I don't focus on that. You know, there was a time where I was very heated about it because I'm like, I know this. I know this. I can do this. I understand this. You know, but at the at the same time, you know. I focus on what are we, who are we, what do we have to offer to the people that want to know? And those that are going to want to know or are going to be interested are going to learn about really the work. And that's my focal point. You know, I mean, like I said, there was a time where I'd be like, ah, like I said, typical Aries and a New Yorker, bad combo, really bad. Did you just say Aries? I, yes, is this Cindy? Yes, I'm here now. I'm so sorry that I came Hello, late. Dolly. But listen- I'm an Aries too, honey. Go oh, Aries. God bless you. I'm telling and you. Funny. Hashtag that. Yes. Yeah, but you're not from Brooklyn, are you? Listen, I can sound like I'm from Brooklyn, though. I can sound like I'm from Brooklyn. I was from L.A., so. <laughs> oh, God, no. Listen, no offense. White man, that kills my ass. I mean, honestly, you got to be kidding me. I just you have to do this. Really... I need to have something better. Huh? I just have to do I'm this really saying... quick. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, where the hell is Cindy? Yeah. <laughs> I've been behaving myself and yeah. not saying anything yet. Well, Thank I, I, I got to tell you, though, I, I love the show. I, I honestly do love the show. I've been taping every single one of them. I, I look forward to it each and every week. Nobody and uh, well, record, DVR. record, DVR. <laughs> You know, yeah. but yeah, um, I, I love your, it. I absolutely love it. After your long technology discussion, you're talking about taping. Yeah, I know. John, you have a little cold, lovey. Yes, I do. It's wonderful. It's not. Now is this? Now is it just like um, what is it? Nine or ten episodes? And then they'll see it's if they uh, ten episodes for season one, and they're one-hour okay. episodes. Yeah. So listen, you know, it's it's very unique. In that way, it's not something you're going to see anywhere else. And I think that it's it's just one of those things where I would hope that people would go and pick up a book now. You know, he poured a lot right. of his heart and soul into writing down what he went out into the field to do. And it's not, exactly. you know, constricted to ghosts. We know this. You know, if we don't, well, yeah, he wrote about spiritualism. He wrote about religion, his take on it, uh, and that the two are not connected, meaning paranormal and religion but that he had a lot of other interests, you know, UFOs, uh, other beings, men in black. Uh, Mediumship was huge for him, too, and that wasn't how he started out. So, you know, it's just just, my whole thing is, you know, for people to go back to the basics like we talked about with the equipment, you know, pick up a book. Right. Read it. That's right. But you may have to start putting them as audio books, you know, there. (laughs) The new generation doesn't know how to read. (laughs) 
Well, listen, having, being that I have six children and I have a 20-year-old that's going to be 21 soon, and then I have a whole bunch down the list going down, we always say that at home, pick up a book. And I think out of the six, one actually picks up the book on her own, not like because we're, you know, told in school to do it. And, I, you know, right. what we do, there is audio. There, we have a publisher, Crossroads Press. They do a lot of uh, his audio for him. And then the other publishers are Hatchet, which is in conjunction with Black Dog, and they put out some right. audio as well. You know, it's it's available. It's just a question of knowing about it, you know, and then seeing if you're going to make that decision to do it because it's still, to me, the go-to thing. Right. Well, people, I'm going to tell you, with you guys listening, like we're on five different Facebook channels. We're on Blog Talk. We're on Spreaker. We're on iTunes. We're on Radio.com. Sure. We're on so many different things. Yeah, go ahead and share us. But I want you guys to – Go to go to Amazon.com and and, mm-hmm. and look up his name, Dr. Hans Holzer, and put yeah. it in there and get yourself a book. You won't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have several of his books, and and that was the inspiration for me back in the '80s to kind of look at things in a different or a new light. You know what I mean? Because back then, and I'm going to say to you, Ralph. I mean, you know, back then. I mean, you're you're a photographer, but a ghost hunter as well. That you have to do your research in most cases. Oh yeah, you have to go to a library. Back then, oh, in absolutely. the 80s, it was a library. Right? Do you remember library? Park catalog, microfilm, all those things. Microfilm. Yes. Yeah. He asked a kid on the street today what a library is, and they go, "Isn't that McDonald's?" Listen. <laughs> Where did I just pick you guys up from? Where did I just pick you guys up from? The library. I have uh-huh, my uh-huh. I have my two sons and my nephew here. You you're a reader? You like to read? Oh, that that's, is true. that's amazing that you have kids that read. That's cool. It is. That's I mean, cool. I, listen, I was one of those moms that I didn't care if it was a comic book, manga. Listen, it gets them reading. Yeah. Not for nothing, it gets them reading. Well, I know that with with her father's books, yeah, they they I were have, written have, to they were written to I a point to where right, and I I liked the way he wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't they were too. Big. <laughs> oh yeah, big big big, big books. books, but but they were I won't say they were really, like really easy to read, but they weren't going to leave you behind either. I mean, they right. were they were simple enough yeah. to get through. Um, and it, I don't know, I, I, and I, very, I enjoyed them. Very, very, informative. Yeah. I enjoyed them. Yeah, In yeah, fact, yeah. I think Alexandra, I, I came to you three or four years ago and said, Hey, where am I going to get your dad's yep. books? Where can I find him? Remember uh, that? <laughs> I remember, you know, and I've been at this, I've been at this publicly for 15 years, like, and he was still around and he and I would sit and have these discussions and, you know, he was kind of getting to a point like, should I write another book? I don't know. I said, daddy, meh. I said, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? It's like you, you've, you've done the work. Let it go. But he wasn't like that. He always had to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And right. the way he wrote was the way he spoke. You know, he, he right. did come off a bit crass, but, you know, he, he was very good at what he did. And it was his life. It wasn't just a passion. It was his, it was his livelihood. It was every single day, 24-7, right. we were living in a rotating paranormal and occultist kind of museum. That right. was the environment. Yeah. Well, I personally, when they when they open up the show and they play the old, <laughs> you know, reel to reel, and you hear great? him, yeah. I was like, um, oh my, um, that is like fantastic. And I think mm-hmm. they use the one snippet from the one investigation all the time, where um, you know, you always hear that medium 
talking with him. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and it, it just, it's kind of like, I know it had to happen to you. The hair on your arm stood up, didn't it? When you heard it. <laughs> it, yeah. it, you know what it is? It's like, you know, and I know these people were at our house growing up. Sybil, you know, I was, wasn't born and then I was born and these people would come in and out and, you know, you don't pay attention to it when you're so young. And so for me, when you fast forward so many years later, and you look right. back and say, oh, my God, these people were in my home. These were extended family members for him doing the research, experimental research at that, because, you know, this was transmediumship. This is, you know, right. allowing yourself to be taken over and trusting in, in my father to make sure everything would still be okay. Right. Yeah. That was just amazing. I, all of it. I'm just, I just got goosebumps I when you so, said that, girl. I am so thrilled to see this. <laughs> and I really am. And I love it when you know, they pan back to you and they talk to you and it's like, it's just, it's an amazing show and congratulations. Now tell us again, uh, give us the, the basic on it. It's on travel channel, correct? That is correct. So it's on travel channel every Thursday night at 10 PM Eastern, 9 PM central. And uh, we're on episode four this Thursday where we do the devil in Texas case. That's going to be awesome. it's quite the case indeed. Very, very scary, very bizarre, something that you would scratch your head and go, oh, my God, this happened. Right. I got to tell you, the lead guy that's doing this for you, um, I can't remember his name now. (laughs) Um, Oh, it's Dave. Yeah. Well, he, he, um, the last episode that I saw, he kept throwing the little guy down in the basement. And he did not want to go down in there. And he got so scared. And, you know, he just, he fought. I don't want to go down there. I don't want to get. And so I'm looking at the TV and I'm yelling at the TV. I go, why don't you get your big ass down there? <laughs> Instead of sending the little Daddy. guy down there. But it was all in fun. I, you know, I just yell at the TV if I want. Anyways, it was just funny the way it landed. And it, and it kind of reminded me of another TV show where um, they send the little guy in first all the time. And the big guy stays up in the mm. big area. And, and I just thought it was hilarious. Well, they run faster. Yeah, they do run faster. <laughs> Trust me, they do run fast. The little ones are harder to catch. And the the, the medium, the psychic medium that does all the automatic writing, that's what that, she's fantastic. And um, I I love the show. I just I really love the show. That's all. I well, thank you. Yeah, listen, it's um, to me the most important thing is is having his footage shown and and being able to hear it. And revisiting his old stomping grounds for the cases and correlating to the books that were written so long ago that there is still activity. And what activity is that? You know, sometimes it correlates to what's still there or something else has changed. And, you know, it, it goes to tell you that if you're interested in this field and you're serious about it, you want to keep a good case file because you might have to go back to that same location again at some point in time and there's reasons for that you really you really have to you know and for his cases you know they're really not closed and then you know what that's something that i've always said is that um paranormal or even ghost hunting teams that take this serious you got to keep records you got got to keep logs you've got to record it put it on thumb drives put it on cds and lock it away you've got to it's important and and the reason is that if something else happens to that location, whether somebody moves or somebody else moves in or whatever, and things start happening, 
you will have something to go back on and say, But hey. you also have to update that technology because True. we remember that floppy disks used to exist. <laughs> floppy disks, yes. They <laughs> no longer exist. father did i had yeah. the old cassette tape one and when yeah, we yeah, first yeah. started investigating you had to carry that thing around <laughs> and then carry all these damn little tapes with you yeah you know <laughs> so you had a little backpack or a fanny pack or yes. a freaking bread bag you know mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't yours have the one with the crank on it and you had to crank it no mine didn't crank <laughs> oh my no. god oh. that's hysterical <laughs> Well, Alexandra, I knew you can't say you gotta go, yeah, but I'll I. Tell, no, I'll quickly tell you a quick story. But when you talk about cranking, he when we were in our living room, um, he would do the old movies because we, you know, he did a lot of filming when we were in Austria, and that I said when we had a haunted farmhouse. That'll be a story for another day. But I remember sitting there as a little child, and he would hear him, and you look back, and he's setting up the reel, so he's got his projector set up on this little wobbly table which right there should tell you all you need to know. Wobbly right. table. <laughs> Big projector fills the tabletop. And so he's got everybody in the living room, everybody's attention on what he's got to do. He's going to play the, the reels for us to watch the family footage, you know, back in the 70s. And you can see him, and then you don't see him because he's got the light flashing on the pull-down screen that looks like a big, you know, window-shaped line that's really unattractive. And so he's filming it and all of a sudden you hear him cursing because you hear the flapping noise because the reel came off the t- the tape came off the reel <laughs> you hear the flap 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 and he's going oh my god daddy how much longer please it's like cranking it really in that sense and that's that's what i'll leave you with well i want to i want to bring this up we have one of our 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 fans that's on here is chanel she said, I met Mr. Holzer once in the 90s, and I have his autograph in one of my books. I bought all of his books oh. and found my first book at his library, at a library's book sale. So oh, I just thought that nice. was super sweet. Yeah, that's awesome. That was awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. All right, everybody. So this was, so this was Alexandra Holzer. Thank and you her so much for coming on, Alexandra. Dr. Hans Holzer. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, dear. Any, we'll catch up soon, I'm sure. And uh, absolutely love. All right, honey. Thank you. And you know, thank you. The TV show um, is on Thursday nights. It's called uh, the Holzer Files. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you get the opportunity, set your DVR and and watch. I mean, it's just it's a very cool show. I mean, it's it's nothing. I wanted to get to see it. Yeah, it's nothing. Don't watch anything on cable anymore. Yeah, I know. But but it's 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 nothing like (laughs) some of these other shows that are out there now. This is this is very cool and to. It, it, what really amazes me is they're bringing the past to the future mm-hmm. and with everything that she had already mentioned with taking yeah. going from real to real to digital to right. it's just amazing. You know, it's just updating, I, I love it. updating. Yep. yep. I love it. Technology. 
We need to update it. Well, you know, when Every I die, there's going to be another one of me somewhere. So, yeah, updating Teddy, too. Uh, You're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> you can be a hologram. Yeah, right. I can be a hologram. Oh, my God. By then, you can get an R2-D2, and every time you want to talk to me, you can just put me up there, you know? <laughs> Hysterical. Could you imagine another one of me? No, I, I'd, I'd kill it. John just gave me, he did not say anything, but I specifically looked at John because I wanted to see his face. And he literally did this. He's like. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's move on here. I want to real quick to do this before we take a commercial. John, don't go anywhere because we're going to have you do that for us. Uh, Cindy, this is Ralph Esposito. Um, He is a local. I was like, there's somebody's. There's not a Cindy, but I see another gentleman. Yes, that is. He is a uh, professional photographer, an author, uh, paranormal investigator, ghost hunter from the area from Rochester. And um, so I thought it would be fun to have him actually come into the studio with us, sit and chat. I love having guests. It's fun, that isn't it? We get to have at our table yeah. with us. Yeah. So we're going to come right back with Ralph. We're going we're gonna to do some chatting and catch up. Fun. Sound good? All right, John, take it away, buddy. It's all you. WLFE-DB Radio is looking for podcasts to join our family. You don't have to fit any strict genre. We're a plethora of shows. If you're looking to jump on a growing network, then contact us at WLFE-DBRadio at gmail.com. If you're a paranormal investigator who wants more when doing your experiments, then you should read... Ted Van Son's book, Think Outside the Paranormal Box. It's based on old school ideas which have been, until recently, forgotten about. Pick one up today on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or order it directly on paratalkradio.com. Remember, expand your investigations and evidence. Purchase Think Outside the Paranormal Box by Ted Van Son. Also, his first book, Flashlight Recorder and Comfortable Shoes, co-authored by Keith Bradley, is available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. Get your copies today. Are you looking for one-of-a-kind handmade jewelry? G by the Sea is an online store that offers handmade sea glass jewelry. Each piece has been hand-selected off the beaches of Galveston, Texas, and the shape has not been manipulated. Visit us at gbythesea.com for unique and handmade jewelry, or email jewelry at gbythesea.com. It's not only a piece of jewelry, it's a piece of history. You're listening to WLFE DB Radio now. Back to our program. Imaginary Forest Friends. <laughs> Forest Friends. I think I have some of those. Okay, and so you and your think? Saturday morning cartoon friends. Oh my gosh, you're you're killing me, Smalls. So Robert says more than one Cindy would end up causing a universal implosion. Truth. <laughs> Teddy's downstairs going, agreed. <laughs> oh, that is hysterical. So my sons are complaining because they are lagging, but you know what I can do? I can turn it off. <laughs> so um, let's talk about you. Certainly. Let's talk about Ralph, baby. Let's talk like about you and me. 
Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What would you like to know? So, I, well, I don't know anything about you, really, so I would like oh, to know. You. Tell me tell me some stuff about you. Stuff? Well, some stuff. The, the pertinent stuff for, for, of course, this show is um, I got involved in uh, sort of ghost investigations, ghost, ghost hunting, probably about 16, 17 years ago. I joined a meetup group, and uh, we actually got together at a Barnes & Noble uh, every week or two. The one on Monroe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Plaza there. Yes. And uh, we decided to do ghost hunting. It said, you know, let's, instead of discussing it, let's actually go and go ghost hunting. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we started going to um, various locations. Our first location was on Victor, the Indian uh, village there. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Ganondagon uh, or something. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, that's, I am not good at pronouncing it, pronouncing it I, very well. I did it the best way I, I could, so please, if anybody knows the actual pronunciation, please forgive me. Um, but yeah, we had uh, some interesting results. Uh, I caught something flying around in my uh, infrared uh, um the camcorder image mm. and that was like this is sort of interesting <laughs> i came in as more of a spec uh, a skeptic shall we say i like that and uh it sort of i got bit by the bug so was that an orb you had it didn't it just was really strange i i did not have a really defined shape of like an animal or a person or anything else but it was just flying in and out and it was not little i mean this thing was a good size um, object. Uh, from there, we went to several other places. We actually were the group that started, if you know, Rolling Hills. I do. Haven't we, been there, but yes, I do know it. We uh, we started when Lori uh, owned the uh, uh, building. Mm-hmm. She was having problems with the um, uh, infrared uh, detectors in the uh, security system. Kept on going off. Hmm. So she actually called us after the technicians couldn't do anything. Um, and we're like, this place has a lot of activity here. Oh yeah. And she opened it up for ghost hunting. And we, our group was, uh, the group that would conduct the tours, um, every week for her. Wow. And what is the name of the group that you originally started with? God, what did we call ourselves? I, we had went through a couple different names. <laughs> Incarnations. <laughs> yes, I understand. No worries. But, um, I wasn't able to go there a lot because, I mean, Batavia from Rochester is a little... It is a John. A little bit of a John. But I mean, every so often, I'd, I'd stop in, you know, help out over there. Um, unfortunately, the new owner, she decided on a new bunch of people to do the to do the right. hunts and stuff. So, but that's that's how I sort of got started. Uh, then I teamed up with... Uh, we actually went on... Uh, one of the, the hunts we went on was Ellison Park. Oh, fantastic. And I love Ellison it's interesting. I don't know if you know the history of Ellison Park. I don't. I just know there's a lot going on there. There, well, it used to. Well, of course, Indian Landing is I, there. Yeah, I, I, I always have picked up Indian energy yeah. there. Yep. Uh, but that was also the, the site for Tryon City. Tryon City. Oh, John. I, I don't know. What John that is. Tryon, prior to, uh, so just after the Revolutionary War, came up here and he purchased that property mm. because. Arondequoit Creek was actually large enough at the time where ships would come in to trade with the Indians. 
So he figured it was a port. Hmm. So John Tryon bought the property or about a hundred acres or so. And he actually started developing a community there and they had warehouses, shipwright, of course, a distillery and a brewery and a place to drink the fruits of that (laughs) (laughs) distillery and brewery. That's right. And ashery, which I'm assuming made ashes so they could make lye to, to do, to make soap and other things. Uh, It was a pretty good community. And of course was on the water because it was a port. Right. Um, Just, a little few years later, uh, Colonel Nathaniel Rochester, of course, bought mm-hmm. uh, on the Genesee River the site of downtown Rochester. Right. Um, uh, John Tryon passed away just before the canal went through. Mm. So he didn't advocate, he wasn't there to advocate for the canal to go through Tryon City. Oh, interesting. Colonel Rochester was, and of course, we know that the result. Tryon City is no longer around. Right. Rochester, that, that became the port on the canal. Uh, and that time it was Rochesterville because it was smaller. It, right. It grew and became Rochester. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, there used to be a cemetery there. In fact, where the Frisbee golf course is, mm-hmm. that's where the cemetery was. Uh, there actually was a little trading post that the that the British had. Yeah. Uh, they actually used it to keep an eye on the French. Oh, my God, that's hysterical. Keep an eye on the French, huh? Back back before the Revolutionary War, they had Dutch traders, and there was was one uh, uh, ringer, shall we say, who was writing back dispatches on what was going on with the French in the area. Um, But the Tryon City is very interesting. That's that's where I got my actual first ghost experience. That's amazing. uh, But from there, we started... uh, I met uh, a girl by the name of Jenny, and we uh, started a little business doing ghost walks and ghost dinners. Nice. Fantastic. So, yeah, we that went is to, awesome. we went, after that, we went to Lilydale, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. I guess you guys have probably been there. I have not. I, I have only been there once in my entire life, and I just felt like it was time, and it was a rainy day, and it, it, I just sang everything. <laughs> that I <said. laughs> everything that I had to say, I sang. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I, I have it's not energy. been there whatsoever. It's very interesting. Yeah. We actually, I actually got a picture like in the pet cemetery of uh, Mist. Hmm. It looked like an animal. Really? Oh, that's cool. It's very cool. Uh, actually, it was pretty funny. We, we were there for a ghost hunting uh, seminar, oh, uh, a lecture from some people who were from Pennsylvania. And, of course, they took us on a little ghost hunt uh, after the after the lecture. And we had more equipment than they did. So people were following us around. Oh, wow. No kidding. So funny. It was pretty funny. But that's, I also got my first EVP there. And EVPs for me are that, that raises the hackles on my, on the back of my neck. Right. Right. When you, when you're listening and you you hear a voice. Yeah. You hear it to begin with. And then you go back and you're like, what the ever loving hell. Yeah. Yeah. Is going on right now. Yeah, but and, and I'm going to bring this up, and I'm going to say it because over the weekend, I feel like I'm in the middle. <clears throat> here, I'm right. in the middle. Over the weekend, I've I have gotten some personal messages from people that. Uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks Thank John. You, um, I had gotten personal messages from people. Um, you know how, like last Monday, we discussed the whole ghost box, and people are still insisting that the ghost boxes, when they record stuff, that they're EVPs right. and and right. blah blah blah. And and we don't it. believe that, or you know, right. and so you're talking you about know, the ones that, that scan the radio, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we've we've had well, a lot of things that have been coming 
um, through personal messages and stuff. And I finally had just, you know me, I mean, I usually, I, I care what people say, you know, I really do. Because, right, but, but at the same time, enough is enough. Stop, you know, doing the shit that you're doing. We know that a ghost box doesn't give you any type of truth. We know that there's no evidence that comes from that damn thing. Right. And, and if an EVP is an EVP, it's going to come from a recorder, whether it's mechanical or analog or even the digital recorders. It's not from a ghost box. That's not considered an EVP. Although we, so. we, we've used one with the one that has the uh, few have... thousand words in it. Oh, like the Obulus? Yes. And, mm-hmm. it, and it was weird because we're, we're, we're at um, – it was the old carriage house on – or carriage stop and where they used to build carriages, you know, Moose Club in Henrietta. Oh, I actually know where that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're in the parking lot, and the thing's talking about cars, road. Yeah, obvious, right? You know, but you know, once I'm not going to say that it's not going to throw out a word right. that might suit the situation, right? But you can't use that as proof. Oh no, I mean, I don't know. You saying, can't. I'm not saying it. it was just weird. It yeah. was coming up with stuff that was sort of relevant. For oh, the Rob, location. let me tell you a little story. I, I we were the first team to do the first Presbyterian church in East Avon. Ah. All right, the biggest church in yep. the whole town, right there on the corner. And we were up in there, and they used to have the slaves up, you know, from the old Underground Railroad. These They actually had to go up in the steeple to uh-huh. sit up in there yeah. to see from the next town over when people were coming and stuff to, to send them on their way. And, you know, it, it's funny how we had one uh, investigator that was kind of joining us for the thing, and uh, she had an ovulus. And... We're sitting up there, and I've never believed in these things. And we're sitting there, we're talking, and then the thing spits out church. Then it spits out uh, steeple, and then it then it spits out and it spits out ghosts. And I'm like, all right, this is too funny, right? So I'm like, okay, like so I so I grabbed the thing from the person, and I'm kind of looking at it, and you know, seeing if they were pushing a button or whatever. So, (laughs) you know, we're going and we're talking about, and then I said. All right, if you really are here, if this thing is really picking up and having a conversation with a ghost, what route? What is the name of this road? And it said 15, and it was Route 15. And I'm like, okay, lucky guess. You know, I mean, so, so I'm like, okay, so, so like for – You're for talking like, to an integrated circuit telling us a lucky guess. Yeah, so like – well, I'm just right. saying that for like 45 minutes, I was, I was like throwing things out to see. But here, here's the whole thing, and I, I was trying to keep track of it. It was like – out of every like 10 questions that I asked, there was maybe one that was close to the right, truth right. or it hit on the head. So you can't hard, say right? you can't say the thing's going to spit out the, the, the correct answers every damn time. No, because we've watched things like ZB using <laughs> shit that doesn't. And then they're like, oh, so they ask right, a question right. and then it says something. Oh, so what you're saying is we should be looking at the chair. Yeah. When they weren't talking about a chair. Right. Yeah. So there's What the hell? Right. So there's just things that, you know, you can't yeah. you, you can't, can't you can't on rely it. on and you can't say it's fact, but I I have something but there can in be synchronicity. There can be, but in right. my research and we've said it before sitting here, yes, I like that we get things that I call arrows. It's something that might point you to a direction. That doesn't mean it's proof. It just means it's giving you a new direction. It's giving you somewhere else to go or move forward on. Mm -hmm. So instead of calling it a truth or calling it a fact, call it an arrow. Call it a a pointer. Call it whatever you want, but look at it as a direction. You know what I mean? Maybe. But 
I don't know. I just thought that was a cool story. I just think it was funny as hell that it just kept spitting out words. To, it, it is amazing. You know, at times they do come right. up with words that you just. Why did it do it at that time? Unless there was something. Right. Oh, it's happened to ZB yeah. all the oh, time. Yeah. It happens to Zach Baggins all the time. He'll be using no, Ovulus and then and oh, it'll it'll spit out something, you know. And it's like, okay, I'll give you that. It fit the situation, but. <laughs> You know, so if you open it up, there's a little GPS chip in yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> why not? Why why couldn't that a G, why couldn't a GPS chip tell these little devices where the hell you are? Right. Why not? Why? You know? I mean most maps tell you where you this are. Is true. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're for. Pictures tell you your exact location. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you have an iPhone, it gives you your coordinates of latitude and longitude where that picture was taken. Right, right. And on Android, you have to have it listed and accepted to to put the location. And Kenny Biddle, if you're listening, yes, it'll even tell us when you're with a midget. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it. You'll get it. Nobody else will. That was personal. Yeah. Just for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so um all right so what i want i want to kind of just we have plenty of time i just want to sit and chat about certain things in the paranormal with you and Certainly. especially local i mean what like locations what were some of your favorite spots locally that you've ever done well rolling hills i mean rolling hills was a very interesting spot to be um i the one experience that i had there that was very interesting was uh, and I, I mentioned this before to you, is a, a gentleman who apparently got possessed by something hmm. uh, for a brief period of time. I was videotaping on in, infrared, and I actually saw what looked like an orb come out of him. Right. Oh, that's crazy. It was weird. Mm-hmm. And but and right after that happened, he collapsed, um, and then sort of became as he was before. Hmm. Uh, who is this? Some guy. <clears throat> we, we don't want to say names, right? I mean. That's up to but you. no, I just didn't know if it was a friend of Paranormal. He's one of the Western. investigators okay, got it. with your team that you were with yeah. at the time. Got okay. it. He did have, uh, he, he had a lot of personal issues because of the, the death of uh, some family members. And okay. I don't know if that made him more susceptible, susceptible to it, perhaps. Right. Now, um, folks, I'm going to make a disclaimer here. We're not saying that a, a, an orb did anything to this guy. We're just saying that, no, the, no. that the video showed what looked like an orb came out of him, but it right. could have came around him. It could have, you know, whatever at the point, I don't know. I haven't seen it. So it's up to you, but you know, I, I just don't like saying it's that. One orbs of those are... pointers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It came out like Casper with a little arm and with a pointer on it and said, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, no, but I, I get, that's very cool though. I mean, I've gotten photos. Um, in fact, I think I might have, I'll show it to you later where, um, a couple in, I think it was Honey or Hemlock, um, they took a photo standing in the, their old garage. It was built like in the early 1800s. And you see where the garage door is, where it's like the sun is out there. So it's very bright when you take the photo. So you see the brightness. But down below, you see what looks like alien legs. Mm-hmm. And like bent backwards. Yeah, it was like really weird. Crazy. Oh, my God. And and so I blew it up. I tried to compare sizes to like anything that was there, a ladder and so on and so forth. And I was just like, wow, this thing had to be a midget. I mean, really, it had to be small. <laughs> well, but, those grays uh, are awful small, you know. Yeah, yeah that grays are. are small. You know, cookie, how big are they? 
Right, <laughs> cookie cookster. would know. The cookster can weigh in yeah, on this. So. I know a cookie. <laughs> She asked, um, she asked if I had told you that she had said hi to you. Yes, she did. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, I, I don't know if Pam's listening, but I want to say that, Pam, look, look who's here, you know? She, she sent me the message. You really got to have Ralph If you're psychic, you can see through the radio. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> or the podcast, excuse me. Uh, actually, at, it, there was a picture like that at Rolling Hills where it looked like a shadow figure standing in the they had a room that was the long hallway and this room in the back and look, there was a shadow figure standing there. Mm-hmm. And, and my own personal opinion was probably matrixing, matrixing right. where it's just, everything was just right. Yeah. Um, but of course, Oh no, that's a picture of, well, we yeah. discussed this earlier, Ralph, because you are a photographer and, yes. and you a professional a photographer. So we were talking about certain things. Oh, I know. It landed us. right here, so, and I tried to squish him. I tried to squish him on <laughs> just so nobody says anything. I see a little orb, or I see a little. Yeah. It's a fruit fly. Yes. It's well, anyways, um, we were talking prior to the show um, where there was a photo that had because of the old staining and stuff. Remember the old photos? We were yeah. talking about yes. that, and um, that stuff still floats around. People have photos from the old way of doing that stuff, and it's still people. Oh, look at this! Look at this weird thing! And it's like. You have to remember that photos could be like the, the overlay and everything else in these photos. So I'm not a photographer, so I can't tell you the real well, in and I mean, outs. The particular but... photo we're talking about, once in a while, if they weren't processed correctly when they were developed and, and, and all the uh, fixture washed off, they'll get a stain on it. Right. And the, the person was telling me that this chemical stain, which was pretty obviously a chemical stain, was her husband. <laughs> sort of floating above the couch. And it's, you know, I mean, that's... Well, you don't want to hurt her feelings. I so don't it's want to hurt her feelings. Like, yeah, yeah, so, you know. yeah. Four feet tall for the grave. That's what I four thought feet. it was. That's probably accurate. That's probably accurate because a ladder, where I think, was a, a five-foot or a six-foot ladder. So that's probably accurate. So the graves was, were visiting? Yeah, apparently. Oh, so I'm, apparently. I'm having people telling me they can't hear me. Well, move your Amazing. mic. Amazing. Move your mic to this. Somebody oh. can't hear you? Right. Wow. Okay. There Look we at, go. We have the technology, baby. <laughs> we got the technology. There you go. Um, but hell, I mean, after hi guys, I I miss saying hi to everybody. So please, yes. you know, I normally say hi to everybody on, on the thing, and in and as you guys come up on my on my um, what is it called? No. Party. Yeah, my watch party. Thank you. There you go. So please know that I'm trying to 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 hit the um. Hey, B. Um, <laughs> Look, there goes a chicken. Yeah, I just want to say hi to everybody because why don't you say that? I, um, try to wave to them on here so they know that I'm saying and acknowledging them. John, you know I've had it with those things. Warning! Warning! Bullshitter alert! Bullshitter alert! <laughs> That's why he's got him, dear. Get over it. See, actually, Cookie used to have an interesting ghost in her He only garage. does it for me. Well, Jesus I... Christ. Dad, Jesus Christ. What, what were you going to change it to? I was, I was just saying, Jesus. Cookie has, used to have an interesting ghost in her garage. Really? He used to uh, hey, sit John. up in the rafters, and he would be smoking a pipe. She goes, and she couldn't stand. He used to be in the house, but she couldn't stand the smell of the tobacco. So she kicked him out of the garage. <laughs> <laughs> How do you I kick a it. ghost out of your house and into the garage? Listen, I've kicked ghosts out of my house, and 
they were not allowed back in. Have you met Cookie before? Yeah, I you love know Cookie. Her. No, oh, no, no, she's a sweetie. Yeah, we love Cookie. She she's been on the show a lot. She's well, such a doll. <laughs> I, you know, she's. I can't really describe Cookie to some people because she. I just love her. Yeah, she I, hasn't been here in a few months. No, she hasn't. She hasn't visited in a while. No, it's a, she used to come and sit on that couch and have fun with us. Yes, yeah, she did. Cook, uh-huh. sir. You need to yeah. get your booty over yeah. here, so girl. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I I was just gonna say with photography though, there's a lot of mis, Thank um, you, diagnosed Gary. or not diagnosed, mis um interpreted interpreted photos diagnosed. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'll tell you, I had I had to authenticate one photo that came from, it was uh, the spa in Wyoming, Wyoming, the village of Wyoming was up in the hill, mm. and it was opened up like back in the days when the Roosevelts and the all those oh, yeah, people, yeah. <clears throat> they it had been closed for a while. They had a mineral baths there. Mm. Yeah. Oh, is it kind of like Clifton Springs with their? Um, I've never been to Clifton Springs. I'm assuming it was similar. Okay. Uh, but anyway, it, it had been, it, at the time they, uh, some people had bought it. They refurbished the, the, the hmm. property and they were, they were doing it as a banquet hall. Oh, and a couple of people got married. I actually shot a couple of weddings. There's beautiful place. Right. And they told me there was a ghost there. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. But then oh, she said she'll come next Monday. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I was called by, um, um, Time Warner mm-hmm. because a couple had their wedding pictures taken there and they're standing by one of the walls and there's a face. You ever see that the, the word, it's sort of like almost like a fabric and there's a face coming through. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just, it looked just like that behind the bridal couple. Wow. Oh, interesting. And I authenticated it. I looked at the negative. And I mean, yeah, you couldn't. It was there. It was not something that looked like it had been like an overshot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was just incredible, and it was someone's face coming out of the wall. Wow! Wow, that's awesome. It was it was really weird. Yeah, huh. I I did a um. I got a couple of pictures to show him actually. I did a uh, an event over the weekend. So okay. How did your How did your library thing go? <laughs> it was fun. Oh, um, was it? Real quick. Um, yeah, I, 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 when I went to leave to go to my lecture, yeah. is that news? Okay. Paranormal news. news? Okay, Apparently. Good. Okay. Um, I left, I went to go and you know, I've been taking care of my parents. Right. Right. And my course. mom's like, I'm going with you. I'm like, what? that's so cute. Your mom. So my mother actually managed to walk out of the house and get up in that big old truck and, and go with me. And then we got to the library and we got her down and, and sat. Yeah. And I'm doing the lecture, and I'm about an hour in, and I look over, and she's. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, so like, and what's really cool is one of the guys that she sees at like McDonald's when I go for coffee. Yeah. And stuff, he was sitting next to her, Aww. and he was actually able to see the lecture because they had told my parents had told him about the lecture. Oh, that's fantastic! So he came, and it was um, Timothy Moore showed up, and there was Aww, you know a few other people, you. which was it was it was fun. It was fun, and. Uh, it was, it was weird having my mom there talking about ghosts. It really was, and you know, but uh, it was cool. That's you know, awesome. It was, nice. it was really odd. It was very, yeah, but very I odd. I love that your mommy came to see you mm. and back you and support did she, you. Did she go? That's my son. No, no, <laughs> no. But she does that when when 
when I was with the band, she used to do that all the time. Oh, Aww, that's so yeah. cute. So yeah. I did mine. Yeah. I did my event at for the um we did it at the American Legion in Newark, and it yeah, was yeah it was to raise money right yep, for, for it was a fundraiser for the for the hospital auxiliary right. And so we did that, and it was really fun. I had I was so packed. People were waiting in line for more than an hour and a half, and they finally had to start crossing their name off because they knew that they wouldn't be able to get in by wow. the end of the time. So I felt terrible. Did you have a, a, a psychic a, hangover afterwards? Holy shit balls! like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, oh, my God, because then I went to a party right afterwards. Oh, see, if you would have went home and went to bed, it probably wouldn't have been so bad. No. <laughs> So funny! I literally had the the biggest headache the next day because I literally read so much, and then I went to a party straight away, and didn't get to bed till like what two or three in the morning. And so yeah, but but one of the things was is the woman the, the she's a palm reader. She said when I got there, she's like, oh, so what do you do? And I'm setting up, and she says she's like, I got a picture for you to look at later. Well, literally, I set up and. I I couldn't look at her picture until like the end, and she's like, "Here, look at my picture." Now I am not one for orbs. Uh, me neither. <laughs> and so she, so I see this orb, and I literally see a dog's face in it because you can see the back end of a dog. I so was gonna say that it had to have a face <laughs> in it. I literally saw the dog's face. I could see the dog's eyes. I saw That's the my dog. Face. He died 10 years ago. So listen, <laughs> Mine died so four I'm months like, ago, so, you know. I don't believe in orbs. I tell her, I'm like, look, I really don't believe in orbs. I said, but I do see a dog's face. So is there a possibility that there was a picture taken and and this dog is there? She's like... Double exposure. Right. And That's she what said, I was looking for earlier. She said, <laughs> she said no, because right where this orb is is the cage where this dog used to sit hmm. and lay. And I took the picture back and I'm like, well, that's pretty interesting. Right. <laughs> right. I, literally, <laughs> I literally could see the dog's face. Cause I'm like, well, is this a dog's face? It's and time it's just... to rethink orbs. <laughs> well, then she goes, well, did you see this orb? I'm like, mm. and it's on the, 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 the dog that you can. Okay. If we're going to talk about little things like this, I'm going to tell you a funny little story. Like okay. All right. It was, it was, it was All synchronous. Right. And you know how I feel about orbs. Right. So my first book that I wrote with yeah. Keith, yeah, okay, with Keith that, that came out, he did the whole – I'm not an orb person whatsoever. And he says, well, we need to put orbs in there. And, and so the discussion was like, okay, whatever. So <laughs> I said, that's your department. <laughs> you know, so he did it. And he took a picture of this orb that he had, and he put it in the book, and he – it actually looked like a baby like in the womb, you know what I mean? And he had, well, you got to turn it sideways to look at it. And this, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. So I left it. I didn't say nothing. It's whatever. It's in the book. But if you believe in orbs, fine. That's your yeah, thing. That's your deal. You dumb motherfucker. Is he on LSD? I couldn't dispute the fact that this dog, where the orb is, mm. was literally inside the cage where he should be. Right. So are you trying or to say the be. orb is a pointer? <laughs> it's actually a black lab, I feel. Yeah, yeah, no, but you know, I it do have great, to, though. I it's do cool. have to back up because when we first started the show at eight o'clock, there was a lady that came on here. She was a first-time listener, 
And I know she's probably gone because I never got to her question and probably can't go back no, that far. Go back. But, um, but that? she was talking about that she she thinks either her garage is haunted or home or something with spirits. I can't remember. If you're still here, please put your question up there again and we'll try and answer it for you. Um, Do you remember her name? No, I don't even remember that. I'm so bad. I'm sorry. Because he said, but... me either. Orbs are dew or moisture. Haha, <laughs> the dog was. Pareidolia. Yeah, it could have been. Very, very well could have been. It, but it couldn't because it wasn't on a wall. Like, I could totally see if it was a wooden door. Give the photographer the picture. Let him tell you. a wall. <laughs> this literally, I literally said to her, okay, I, I can see the dog's eyes. I can see the dog's face. Um, is it possible that this is just. A, a double exposed picture, basically. Yeah. Nope. This is exactly yeah. where was the it dog a digital was. picture. I don't know if it was digital. If it's digital, probably very hard to do a double exposure on digital. That's camera not true. I've done it myself. Well, you can you can, you can do it, but it's very hard it's, to do. Yeah. yeah. But the it cameras was, are not really crazy. set up to, to right. do double exposure. Right. Right. I, I actually found one with my son Jet that just went down with his cousin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and the other thing about digital pictures is that. Um, and, and I have been thrown the question before, and I don't have an answer for it because I don't know. But digital pictures with the double exposure, um, they all go to a separate file or their own separate thing. Yeah. So for it to be I mean, you'd have overlay. To yeah, you have to manipulate two pictures. Well, mine, did, right. mine did two things, which was very strange to me. It literally did like a time lapse thing. So it showed like jet walking, and it was like a streak. Mm-hmm. And oh. then it had another picture in it, and it was hmm. with a cell phone camera. I'm going to show you a picture. Let me. You can tell me if it looks like photo. this. It was crazy. I'll have to try and find it and maybe send it to you or something. But it was just odd. It was just I'm like, holy cats! How did I do this? Right. It's crazy. It's, it's stuff they're putting on the phones now is just incredible. Yes, it was kind of like that, where you can see the streaks of the person walking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what he, yeah. the picture he's describing is, is someone standing, it looks like, on a deck or something. Exactly. What it is, it's actually it's from Gettysburg. Barn in Gettysburg. Gettysburg. Okay. So what it was is I was set up. The, I have the camera set up, so it's taking 200. Oh, but you did yours specifically where you could open the lens. and it To was a certain, yeah, I had this all set up for a certain. Right? The was aperture. it a long exposure or not? Long exposure. Okay. Uh, Long exposure. Then that could easily be someone walking into the picture and stopping. It was. Right, and it was. It was. Okay. So I was taking the photo, and she walked right out as it was starting to catch it. So this is stuff, and this is when people come to me and talk about pictures like this. I show them mine, and I say, no, this is is what happens. Yeah. And this is how mine is set up. Mine is you know, so, so you've got to also – You've got to look at who's taking the picture. If someone's just taking a picture – with their cell phone or their... I'll have to try and find it. They don't have... I mean, that, that was on a tripod, I'm sure. Actually, that one was That's actually... moisture. It was actually sitting on... Okay, you had, um, you had, I had it sitting on something. Yeah, it did have it stabilized. stabilized. Yes, it wasn't Most people moving. are holding That's it. That's dew or that yeah. moisture. Oh, exactly. And but wait, isn't that, a, isn't that a face in there? That's... <laughs> Wait, it's a dog face. It's I'm Nancy kidding. Pelosi's face. No. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. So, <laughs> take it back to the other one, and we, I'll try and show them that well, one. Well, yeah, but there's, I mean, this is, uh, <coughs> okay. see, that's, you, it, you I probably. I you guys can see it. You're, you're longer. What's your kid's name? Jay. Jansen. Jansen. 
Jansen, show take this up to the camera really quick and show it, please. Never mind, I'll do it. I'm close enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see that one. It was going to be harder. Yeah, there's a lag. Light delay. Hi, Rachel Flynn. I miss you. Hi, Steve Barry. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Johnny. Oh, you've got the, you've got it now, and you're you're. I think you're going to be getting up. No, in it's second. not up you're there. Crooked, and you're not centered, and it's not up there yet. Now you're getting up. That's you're just it. getting up now. So it's going to be on there. Take it away because it's going to be up there for a very you long time. You must say a lot of bad oh, things on this. You okay, need so much good. of a delay Take so you can chop it out. But you can actually see what we're talking about, how it looks oh, yeah, like there has it. been walking, somebody walking. Yep. Yeah. And it was great that night. It was it was a dark, it was a really beautiful, beautiful, night. beautiful night. What's that, John? So now everybody has TW's fingerprints. Yeah. Hey, here. Here's the pointers. <laughs> is, that like, is that like the pointer sisters? <laughs> what do you mean the pointers? What do you mean? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you could see the splotches. I mean. Yeah. There's splotches. Believe it or not, you, th- what most people don't understand is with your cameras and stuff, you need to clean. You need to clean those lenses all that the time. That doesn't hurt. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right. right. You know, yeah. I mean, I carry Q-tips. Believe it or not, especially for phone photos, mm-hmm. I, I take a little bit of rubbing alcohol and. Well, I, I mean, I, I've seen people that you know they look at lens flare and they think that's the. Thank you, Steve, you know, for sharing us. Some ghost there or something. Like so you have around. to. Right. You got to know what to look for in, yeah. in various. Uh, situations i mean i'm not saying that orbs aren't real but there, a lot uh, of the orbs right. are moisture or bugs dust or bugs or all yeah. sorts of stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there is a possibility and it's small in my book that you can actually find good paranormal information in there it normally can be disputed and that's what we will always do as a skeptic we're going to try to dismiss it first and foremost. No, well, it, and it was and funny I. because Ralph and I were talking about different lights. And, and I don't know Ralph enough, but right. I'm sure he would probably. Try well, we to do the were same when what, before the show started. We were talking about different light and how I use the, the ultraviolet light sometimes, and right. the way the bugs and the stuff come through. Mm-hmm. It does leave a trail because you know people yeah. are like, oh well, orbs. What this one had a tail. Well, <laughs> it had its own light Excuse emanating me. from it. And it's like oh. Did it really? Well, let me show you something. And then you, you say, hey, you know, with the ultraviolet light, even with some night vision, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you get the same thing. Like I said, your, your actual, the, the sensors in the cameras are sensitive not only to visible light, but yeah. to infrared and ultraviolet to some extent. Mm-hmm. For instance, if you clicked your remote control for your TV mm-hmm. and, and at the camera, you would actually see it a, a light. Right. And even though right. if you looked at it, you wouldn't see anything. Right, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. So mm-hmm. it, it is sensitive to more than just the visible wavelengths. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, I mean, that could be part of it. But you also have to look at what your shutter speed was. Mm-hmm. Wait because if, if you have a if you have a trail that's a long trail, <laughs> mm-hmm. if, and you have a fast shutter speed, that thing had to be clocking pretty fast. Okay, right. that just that. makes me think of something else that everybody is so excited about using, which is the Kinect. Oh. oh, God. If you're saying if you point a camera at a remote, it will give you a feedback of light. 
Well, well it does. Show it shows, it shows yeah. it to you. If you take a full full spectrum camera, right. and I put it right here while your phone is on. What are you doing with that? I don't know. It's a ghost. If I actually my my full spectrum camera is actually out in the car. So if I was to bring it in here and point it here to where you mm-hmm. can see it, you would see the light that's I sitting that's that. eminent. But so, so can't it be the connect is being picked up? The connect from the phone well, or the camera that's that's looking it, at it. Do you understand what I mean? When she, he doesn't know what the connect is, but the, so the, the connect is connect? it's an SLL S camera, and what it is, it's um, it was developed for gamers, and what it is is they they put it on uh, their game system, and, and it's it, so that they could stand out in front of it, and you and can, you can move, oh, okay. and the TV and picked you up, or this thing right. picked you up, your movement, right. So, so now ZB is famous for using this kind of technology. A lot of people are in the field. They're using SLS cameras, but they're saying what happens with those. And, and, and if, if you really want the facts about it, look up Kenny Biddle on YouTube and he'll tell you because he's got, he's a very big skeptic and he's worked with all these devices. Um, basically it, any type of um, reflection, doesn't matter if it's floor, wall, nice shiny wall. Right. Uh, mirrors, uh, pictures, anything that has a reflection. You're talking now a, a reflection. People think a reflection is just like here. It's not a reflection. When you're doing things, it goes. It's like a, it a bounce of light. Sure. Right. So that's what they're getting with this SLS camera. So when they but see it this looks like thick a figure, thick figure, and they're like, oh, oh there's a ghost or something standing next to you. Talking about like a flare from that. Yeah, that's like it's possible. Although some of the tr- some of the things I've actually seen are trails that wind around things, mm-hmm. and that ain't flare. Mm. I mean, flare's so flare's gonna be a straight line. Okay. Right. So yeah, again, again, I. But for me to you, I would say okay. if you've never worked with an SLS camera, then you wouldn't know what we're actually talking about. But that's See, where I would is, love I'm, to have. I'm talking about pictures I've seen before they had all this stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, quite a few years ago. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, you're you're like me, not a young chicken. I'm not as young as I used to be. Right. Where's, <laughs> where's my cane? Oh. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Jansen, please be careful. But you know, there's a lot of stuff like that out there, though. There's so many different tools that people are using. I mean, what's funny is um, when I say to people, I, I still do old school. I still I still carry one of those old mechanical or analog. Yes, phone, uh, Digital recorders or the mm-hmm. court recorders, as well as the, the old-fashioned camera recorder. Yeah, yeah. And I still carry the the old-fashioned camera, so I use both. So I don't use digital, you know, all the time. I have both with me so that I can actually sit down and do both. Doing. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you want to see the difference. Mm-hmm. You oh, know? absolutely, absolutely. And I, I, it would be interesting to do a side-by-side comparison of of taking the shots at the same time. To see if they've got the same things in them that right know. that would be kind of cool to set that up to where you could push the buttons at exactly the same time so same angle same everything that would be kind of cool you could put them on top of each other or whatever but yeah because i know like mist a lot of times making my add go off oh. you're on a cord or something and it's making the tree move every now and then and we'll have people going do you see that moving behind you it's not a ghost folks it's a tree being moved by the gentleman in the chair yeah. It's right there. It's that cord. It's these two cords. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. As 
as long as you know what it is. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. Okay, we fixed the tree. <laughs> tree has been fixed. Chop that little plastic bastard down. Anyway. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um but you know the, the same with cameras and everything else in the field. But I'll have to say that when come in, when, I think you're going to be out of frame again. Probably, that's okay. <laughs> when no. when you when you started um, ghost hunting, I mean, uh, pop a year at me here so I can throw he some. He said sixteen 70s. years ago. Uh, sixteen years ago, so not seventies. It was what nineties, uh, yeah. Nineties. So the equipment that that's out there now wasn't even available or around. You were oh, still no. using no. some of the old no, style I mean, stuff. I think get, you still. I think well, digital recorders are just actually. coming in. Really, uh, digital cameras were around. Two thousand three. But mm. uh, you're not you're not talking about um, you know like the spirit boxes and all that other yeah all that other yeah. stuff that that, that they. You're gonna say shit. I know you were gonna. Yeah. <laughs> all the other ghost ass. Me yes. too, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, and that's okay with me. I'm gonna adjust that camera. I don't want to be on top of Cindy. But yeah, back, back in those you days, we had it. EMF meters, uh, digital, you know, record recorders, and cameras uh, right. were, were the right. primary tools that we were using. And um, look at we not a lot of the other fancy. I mean, never everyone's, everyone's using you know flashlights to see the, them go on and off oh, and fake crap all the other things. Too. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. some people get some very interesting results in them. I think it's funny though. I mean, we've. I did a couple of experiments. We used to, we, we do a lot of ghost hunts like at the Avon Inn. Oh yeah. Um, and um, one of the first years we did it, they would bring down their flashlights and do the trick. And I got I was getting so frustrated with it. So they actually had to on the floor, and every once in a while, one would go off. And I said, "Well, if you you're able to turn that flashlight on, I want the other one on now too." And don't you know, son of a bitch, the one topped off. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> Okay, you know we know it's 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 garbage, but at the same time it's it's funny the way some of this stuff happens. You know, I, I think it's, it's interesting you know. coincidences. Um, yeah. And one, one of the interesting things that happened to me when we were doing the Tinker household, Tinker Farm in Henrietta. Uh-huh. Uh We were up in the little girls' room, and uh, I had my EMF meter on the bed, and there's no real electrical plugs in that area. So it was nothing was showing mm-hmm. until I said, would you like to hear me tell a bedtime story? Oh, and I swear the thing starts blinking. <laughs> as long as I told that story, the meter was blinking. When I stopped telling the story and was done, it stopped blinking. No kidding. Well, I mean, hey, just, there's, you know, I, I'm one of these people that, that once in a while, you know, it, you catch it, you know, once in a while yeah. you catch something you don't expect and you get all excited. But then like with me, I sit back and I review the stuff and I'm like, I know exactly what it was, but I'm still excited about it. Even though it may not be real. I'm still, you know, it was, it was fun at the time, especially when you're in public hunts. It's good for those people as mm-hmm. you know, they come, oh, they yes. pay to be there and yeah. it's exciting for them and they'll take away from it, whatever. I try to give that little speech at the end. Just remember that this was, you know, not, we're not saying that all of this is fact. We're just, that damn little bug. Um, I told you to stop focusing on it. <laughs> couldn't help it. He was like right he here. He probably swatted one of its relatives and probably. was coming for revenge. Yeah. yeah the little Question tiny bugs. Ralph. All right. I ha- also have some stuff on here that Steve has been talking about. All right. Too. Go for it. Let's um, do it. Let's see. So, question for Ralph, Cindy, and Ted. What are your thoughts of using Polaroid cameras for ghost hunting? 
Interesting. I like that, actually. Um, I've never used them, but I mean, I've used the Polaroid cameras, but never for ghost hunting, but they'd be fine. I mean, I would think so, too, yeah. because they're being developed right then and there. Right. And you can't dispute a lot of what well, well, the only thing that I can say about them, because I have used them, is the, the, the problem Four. with it is they are developing in front of you. But you have to remember there is a chemical. Sure. Right. Okay, so that chemical sometimes, uh, how many times have you taken a photo and then it was blurry or you got like this white stain or right. something, you know what I mean? So it's because they're not, perfect. They're not, they're not. you know, so taking and using a real camera is definitely better than just, you know, using oh, something like that. Because to me, I don't, I don't believe, a, I don't believe a Polaroid camera is a real camera, but it does it. But well, I remember um, they used to do some artsy stuff with the Polaroid because if you push the... Uh, the backs of them and the backs of them around mm-hmm. you'd actually make sort of an interesting pattern on the on the right. photo itself yeah oh, because that's where all the chemicals are yeah. they're inside right. the yeah. back of those photos so right oh yeah yeah so. all right so steve was saying when he started oh sorry um let's see um so we we were starting off with um so he started off saying that he, because you were talking about cleaning your lenses and he mm-hmm. said that his phone pops up and says to make sure to tell you to clean your lens for a better picture. So phones do do that now. You know what I mean? It's a ghost in the phone. It's a ghost in the phone. So, but he was it's talking gonna be, about. It's going to get to a point where you can't tell whether it's a ghost or it's. What are these machines? Mm-hmm. But he's saying that infrared can be picked up or trained by the human eye to be picked up by your eye, obviously. Well, but, some people are are sensitive more so mm-hmm. in the, the different parts of the spectrums than other people. But, and, and I'm going to tell you that if you're colorblind, it really screws with you sometimes. I'll bet it does. Really? Are you mm-hmm. colorblind? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So there are sometimes uh, there are times where I think Jansen and Jet are colorblind. Yeah. So I mean, it's not a big difference but sometimes it can mm-hmm. you know like it, it's just the way it is so he thought children usually had deafness well they do have yeah. that too <laughs> <laughs> but what i really enjoy is there are times where they come back and say something to me i'm like god damn it you were really listening oh you're welcome barry i mean this <laughs> you have to remember though and and, and the cl- disclaimer for our show is always out there that we're giving you our opinions it's not right. fact it's not unless you look it I up mean, i mean unless we really do have the facts. unless people. we're chewing you a new butt you know, um, but no, we're not uh, chewing your butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not munging on anything. But <laughs> you know, it's um, it's. <laughs> uh, I was talking about munji earlier, so. Oh, um, I love munji. Yeah. Okay, um, so I want to finish. Okay. Because Steve is talking about rod speed of your eyes. You know, it mm-hmm. would be in excess of 800 mph miles per hour. I'm assuming. Um, should leave a sonic boom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Go shoot some more tanks. It uses IR to detect range and connect. The connect um, emits light. Mm. So he was asking also, ghost, quote, camera should be passive? No. So I wanted to ask you guys that. And then he says, overlaying layers of different sources would be interesting, like HDR, but from different sources. Fields link, fields are, gr- are gradient, EMF, F equals field. 
And you're getting into way too much here for Low all the other res, people too as well. Polaroid. But, but right, but there, there's so <laughs> much there, and, and with the SLS, the SLS camera. First off, I I I don't have one, so I can't take I it apart and I can't look at it either. We so should play with it one of these days. We should we should bring it here and start. We should we, bring it and, and set it up and play with it. So sure, we, we can connect it to a I tablet. Will, I will say this: yeah. an image. You're going to get an image because there is some type of light bouncing off. That object. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to kill that little shit. Got him. Did you get it? No. 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 It will be tomorrow for the fly. Uh, but <laughs> stay long enough because we got veal. So. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're, you, what you're doing is, is when you take a picture, there's light bouncing off that object. Right. Right. Unless the object itself is emitting light. Mm-hmm. Now. And the connect I, does. It does. Con- it, does it does admit its admit own little light. light. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, because so, it has to be able to pick you up on the on the the machine. Right. I mean, it's uh, infrared. Most of the infrared technology that's in camcorders, you have to have an infrared light source really to see anything. Uh-huh. Versus thermal imaging, which is different, it can detect heat. Right. And it it will image the like heat. Like a clear. It, yeah, it will image the heat that's being produced by the object or lack of heat and it'll show an it'll show an image mm-hmm. um so i don't know if that helps well, see, and, see, and i don't i don't know like what i was saying too is like i don't know what the sls actually how it works exactly yeah right. and so until we actually have one to to figure that Pull out it you know apart I mean? so, and check it gut. yeah well, i mean it's so, connected to the it's connected to uh <laughs> like a, a tablet Okay. So, so you're connected to a tablet. Well, I don't know how. It's you're looking for motion. Mm-hmm. Right. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's what it's doing. Mm-hmm. So, um, unfortunately, I can't give a real answer on that because I'm going to be uh, just the basics, just so you know. We don't even know what a ghost is made of. We know it's of if it's real, it's it's made of some type of energy, but we don't know what. You know. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I mean, there's a lot yeah. of people that say it's EMF, but we've been chasing our tails with EMF for sure. so many goddamn years that we don't even know if that's true. And your static electricity falls within that range as well. So until we really know certain things, all this is all speculation, theory. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's all it's that. Poppycock. No. <laughs> well, in science, they say you guys will always be pseudoscience because you're right, not able to do certain we, things. So. Right. Um, Controlled environment. Yeah. I killed an orb. That's hysterical. Yeah, so uh, oh, that was hysterical. Thanks, Kristen. But you know, it's it's really tough. And the and the best way that I know of hey, with investigating ghosts or something to that effect is, um, like I have told, like I already told you, it's old school because you have to get rid of all the things that you don't understand. Right. And in most cases, the tools that we use use today, we don't know how they're they're made of. That we, you know, what they're made of or how how they work, unless you sit mm-hmm. down and get the schematics and right. figure out what they put together to make this happen. And a lot of us, it's the same with the EMF detectors, whether you're using a K2 or a, um, oh, what's the other popular one? The um, cell sensor. Um, yeah, there's another one too. Melmeter. Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, you know, unless you really know how these things work or what they're actually detecting, sometimes you just can't. Well, each of them are tuned to different frequencies, too. Well, yeah, because right, right, like right. the K2 is 40 to 50. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes, I mean, and I, I even thought about this as buying like three or four different K2s and having them adjusted, you know, different, different to frequencies. different frequencies yeah. go from like 10 to 10 to 30 and then, you know, say 30 to 
right, right, 60 right, right. or whatever and then and then see where you get with them. Because in most cases, if you take two K2s, let's just say, for instance, you have one, you lay it on the table and you start getting readings. You put another one down next to it, there are times where it doesn't pick up the same thing as the other one. It's going to depend on what orientation, too, because it's, they're, you've heard there's single access and there's double access. Oh, the, 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 the axle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other thing is your, most of your K2s are only single. So if you turned it on one direction, you may get a reading. If you turned it 90 degrees, mm-hmm. you may not get a reading. And right. I've done that before. Right. Another That's interesting. I guess yeah. I didn't realize. Well, your tri-field recorder yeah. or tri-field tri-field meter field. is the only one that has right. a three axis, which right. is sides and front. So you have at least three axes to go on. Um, that's the best to use, but it's also 160 or 70 dollars. You really can't yeah, find those. Yeah, those are nice. Those are nice meters. Yeah. Which yeah. which one is that? The, the tri-field. tri-field. Oh, the tri-field. Um, yeah. And that's why it's tri-field because it's tri. Yeah. It's, it's it's three. Three. You don't have to yeah. worry about which orientation's in. Right. Um, and I've been, there are times when I've been at places where you don't get a reading and you turn like this and things going on. <laughs> like, okay. Well, you know, I have that. Double hockey. Sport. I have that. What is it? MR8. Uh, I have another one like that. And um, it's, it's really cool. And it's, it, it's going from Tesla to, to Milligaz. You can actually flip the switch. So mm-hmm. does either. And it's nice. But the thing is, it's also a single access, but it tells you if you, you have to have you have to hold it at a certain angle because of that right you know axis mm-hmm. and so when you're taking it and you're turning to your right or left i mean you have to i'm like god damn it just get me get me like a laser like a circle laser field that picks <laughs> this stuff up so you got one set it down and you can go any direction oh my you god, want that would be amazing the first time we did ellison park uh we went there during the daytime to take emf readings mm-hmm. so we wanted to compare them to what we get at night interesting and the girl that was doing the EMF readings, she was just doing like this with the meter all around. <laughs> oh, I'm getting readings. <laughs> and of course, if you move it like that, you're more likely to get mm-hmm. make to set the thing off, even though you're, you're supposed to hold it steady and see if anything's right. you know going through the meter rather than moving moving. The and meter. you know, here's some other things, especially the K2, is whoever developed it didn't realize that when the battery it lays in there, mm-hmm. when it hits the side of the the K2, it actually goes off. Oh, okay. So you actually have to get some sponge, and you really should get some sponge and put it in there on the side so that the battery doesn't move. And what about what about if you did it instead of uh, even that, um, like, tack? Well, you could get a tack, sticky, the ticky stuff. The yeah. Sticky stuff. Sticky tack stuff. Sticky stuff? Sticky staff. Sticky stuff. <laughs> and for those of you who do get readings in houses, you have to make sure you're not buying an electrical panel. Or microwave, motor, or anything Mr. else. Mr. Coffee. Yeah. But you, <laughs> want oven. To, you want to make sure you're picking up so you are actually, because electrical panels shouldn't be giving off. I mean, if they're new and up to code, they well, yeah, because be of the coding, off. because of some of the coding that's on the wiring that they use, a lot of that now is regulated to where it's supposed to not keep the EMF right. inside the, right. the coding. Exactly. Right. So if you, if just for instance, stuff. if you're going to an older house that has the old electrical, old electricity. You're, it's going, that's, these, these tools were made for electricians. They were. So right. they use them to say, to, to basically say, hey, you got a disconnected wire here. You got, You've got something you know, going bad on. shielding. You got something. Yeah. I mean, we did a place where um, the, the hallway to the upstairs like, I kept getting this really weird anomaly, you know, so I'm like, what the hell is this? So I came down, and here's an old panel. She says, oh, it's the, the light switch is disconnected. 
No, it I wasn't went there. The EMF meter was, you know what I mean. So it's going off. I'm like, you're you've got problems here. You either have the some there's a wire disconnected. The, the shielding is if wrong. If the wire is at all twisted around, it creates an electromagnetic magnetic field. Mm-hmm. Um, but that can also create paranormal activity. Let me tell you something. I told her that she had to have it looked at. Three months later, the place burnt down. Stop it! And it was because of the electrical wiring in that spot. Oh my good God! So I'm like, I, you know, and, and I'm not an electrician. That just terrified me, like that just well, in my But see, stomach. this is why electricians have this stuff. Yes. You know. But it's true. But that's but you understand. But you we're ghost hunters. We're paranormal investigators. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's up to code, it shouldn't be giving off that kind of EMF. If you're getting EMF spikes. Something needs to be. Do you know how many times I've done like a library? Like I just did the Canada Eagle Library like a month ago. Right. And I went in there and it's all updated. So I went in and I've got the K2 and I'm trying to show them what the K2 does. And I'm, it's not going off at any of this stuff because ah. it's shielded very, very well. <laughs> Do you know where it wasn't? Mm-hmm. The freaking pull down fire alarm. It actually went off at the yellow fire. I'm like, okay, folks, this is turn all the way around in your seats now, and here, this is what this does, you know. And 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 it's funny. It's shielding. It's the way the yeah, the place was sure. built, and you know. So right. plus, I'm gonna you say, have to keep that in mind. and here's like in here's house, something else. Here's another thing you have to keep in mind. There is man-made EMF, which is your electrical outlets, which is your yes. Mr. Coffee, your microwave, your yeah. oven and stuff like that. But, you, but you're outside in most cases, if you're not around power lines or anything like that or underground lines, it's natural EMF. There's and there is a EMF, difference. Sure. There's two different types of EMF. Right. So you have to kind of realize your surroundings. I I'm going to throw you another curve. As we know, many animals have the ability to sense direction. Mm-hmm. You know, the geese know which way to fly. The right. Yes, right. Yes. Okay. And Blind bats know are, where the bugs are. Right. Yeah. Well, that's sonar. Okay. I was trying to be funny, but I thought it was still good. <laughs> Could have used one before. You didn't have to be that fly. smart on that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but for those animals, and, and they've even tested for some animals that aren't really known for that, and even some animals that aren't really known for knowing the directions in which to go do have some sensitivity. Uh, and they've and what they've found is that even humans to some extent are affected by electromagnetic fields. Yes, we well, are. This, the, the Earth that. has its oh, own magnetic, you know, field. And thank God for that, or we'll all be dead right now. Right, yeah. right. But there, that's one of the things is animals are more sensitive to that, so they right. know certain mm-hmm. things. They've done the studies to where, well, this 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 species gathers here. Well, why? And then you you map it out and you look. You know, and there's definitely something that connects magnetically, and that's why they're there. Unless it's water or food. But, but you know. I, was, I was looking at actually, it was a thing on YouTube uh, where they were saying that a lot of the paranormal people feel a ghost presence or something mm-hmm. is some people are sensitive to the elect- electromagnetic field, which makes them feel sort of like something is there. Even right. going further, they're finding with what is it, the new five, what do they call it, 5G network? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That people like in California that already have this. Are experiencing on, situations, ex- yeah. Not yeah. just ex- situations, like severe health issues that they, that their, yeah. their sleeping has been disrupted. They're having health issues. And they have proven Didn't, that it's with the 5G because of the, the what's emanating off of it. 
5G is not supposed to be not even supposed to be able to go through skin. That's why they have to for for 5G network they have to have it uh, a lot of nodes for the network to work because it's right. not a long distance right. system. Um, I don't know if you there were, I think there were some experiments the God helmet or something where they would stimulate certain areas of the brain with electromagnetic waves and people would have a a reaction a, right a spiritual experience religious experience mm-hmm. through that interesting so, I mean, there's yeah. so much that we don't know about ourselves well the um, whole thing with mapping the brain is to, it's going to be a long process i don't care if anybody says that they've they oh we've got the answers bullshit I mean, no, but listen, come on. I mean, we, we know that there are things that go on. We can ingest things that are natural that will cause spiritual happenings well, well, yeah. to wake me. Right. You have DMT. You have mushrooms. You yeah. have... No, <laughs> you I'm have peyote. You have, I was just going to say that. You have peyote. You have peyote. I've There's been also, there a couple times. What, what is it called? What's, what's that? I can't, I can't think of the word. It's not wasabi. No, it's um. <laughs> yeah, well, that can be that can be a spiritual experience <laughs> no. too. Put too much on. Oh God! It's I can't think of hot. I can't think of what that what that thing is. Hello, it's, Delwood. But a lot Donna. of a lot of a lot of uh, natives and right. shamans. Oh, peyote. Like, and peyote is one of them. Yeah. Oh God! It is like wasabi. It's I can't think of what it is, and it's Wormwood? driving me. No, it's driving me. Barry is here saying EMF can affect you personally yeah. and may cre- may create uh may I think he's saying create hallucinations for yourself. Suddenly mm-hmm. you might start seeing Casper the friendly ghost. Right. Um, but-, but it can cause it like a lot of times when you're standing there, say you're washing dishes and stuff, mm-hmm. and you feel something behind you. Yep. They've already related that to EMF because yeah. well, hey, guess what? The oven's here. The the yeah. refrigerator's here. The Mr. Coffee's behind you, mm-hmm. and it's causing this field to happen, and that's that's what you're feeling or sensing. So right, and and Steve Barry is here, and he was said, okay, nerd time again. Use a beam <laughs> splinter to deliver same field of view to multiple devices. The end detector creates a field itself. Shaking my head, and then he said, <laughs> the EMF shark sense EMF electric eels. Sharks hunt creatures under the sand by detecting the field. I think dolphins do too. I think dolphins are. A lot are, of sea creatures are, do, yeah. Yeah, a yeah. lot of them are. So they're all susceptible to it in some I cases. Mean, and, so, and so but we, look at the way sound is too, because yeah. now they're doing all the research in the paranormal field with sound, infrasound, um, and just all this stuff. I mean, you remember dog whistles? You know how yeah, high oh, pitched it is. It doesn't doesn't affect us, no. or does it? I or mean, it right? we don't know. You know, but there are studies. Like, hell, there are noises. Sometimes I'll hear a sharp noise or something really, really loud yeah. that other people can't hear. And I'm like, Correct. what the hell is that? Is that my mom blowing the whistle for me to come home or what? Yeah. Is it Japan or they're using, uh, because older people don't hear high frequencies as well. So they're using a lower. They're, uh, no, they're actually, they're actually, some of the stores are playing high frequency sounds that older people don't hear, but they don't want the young people hanging around the front of the store. Oh, <laughs> Play the, That's amazing. The, frequency, the higher frequency sound, so the younger people won't stay there. They don't quite know what it, what's it going on, but it just them out. it just mm. yeah, yeah it just it. they don't feel they don't feel right they in front of the store there. Yeah. But it doesn't affect the older clients who actually pay money to buy stuff. Right, right. <laughs> but you know, and it, and it's kind of cool. I mean, we we have in the in the field in the past twenty twenty five years. I mean, EMF has been the one that everybody has clung to, and yeah. you know, and but there are other there are other energies and fields of, of, of interest that 
some people are working with. And, and, you know, anybody that has brains or is a nerd, Steve, um, if you start working with other, yeah, if you start working with other things, um, I'll be honest with you, people like Steve are needed in the field. Hell yeah. The the nerds and the scientists, the ones that are, that are into this stuff um, really well. I mean, they have the knowledge because I'll be honest with you, there's a bunch of us that stay where we are because one, um, we just don't understand it. I mean, really don't. I mean, the right, different sure. generations and, and, you know, it's like all these kids developing mm-hmm. these new games and stuff. Oh, my God. I mean, where did these brains come from? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, of course, it's probably, you know, 20,000 hours sitting in front of the TV and with a little joystick in their hand. But And you thought that you know, just gave them, like, weird... Yeah, well, hell, you know, back in our day, yeah. it was a, it was a freaking uh, Playboy magazine and a bottle of gel or a bottle of lotion, and that's what oh, we played with. But you, you know. guys, <laughs> Sorry, um, but that, that was the only joystick we used back then. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sorry, I had to turn the page here. I needed to get off did of the seriousness for a second. Did we have to sink this low? I don't know. <laughs> well, yes, we did. We Actually, let's go back to real old school, the Fox sisters. No, I'll see. Now, there's that's interesting. That is interesting. Because the knocking. Now, I'm going to talk. If we're going to bring this up, we're going to talk about table tipping. Oh, How much God. do you know about oh, yeah. that? Now, I, I have actually had people suggest bringing table tipping to the Parafest. And um, now, I, and today I even got told that we should bring the dancing, dancing witches to the Parafest. Well, I'll be there. So, <laughs> I am a dancing but, witch. But unfortunately, so. it, it's not big enough to do some of that stuff. But um, Reiki is another thing. Reiki is very big in the field. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but going I back on the other thing, you know, I would like to see more things um, brought about and, 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 to get people to pay attention. But ultimately, it's education. It's it's where we are in the field and what we're individually doing. And I really want to see everybody start working together on it, like a unity thing. And I went say like, that everybody's uh, like, August? like August 15th. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of 2020. Yeah. It's going to be the first annual, hopefully first annual. Um, Northeastern Paranormal Unity Conference is going to be at the yeah. Avon Inn. I'll get you the info if you want to come. Oh, nice. Um, and it's basically going to be open floor forum, and um, we're just going to have dinner and then just sit and talk for hours and see if we I can get people great. to extend a hand, share, talk, communicate. and we'll bring the divining rods and we'll have the ghost chat with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, were, I was already asked, you know, what else are we doing? But I'm actually trying to put an expo together prior to that a couple hours before the dinner so that people can look at some of the new devices that are out there that are being developed. That's fantastic. I think that's a great idea. I I do too. In fact, I'd like to have mine developed and created by then so that we can get to it. I've got to get somebody to put it together for me, but I'm not that intelligent. (laughs) Did you see my little post? I'm going to throw this off for a curve. Did you see my post where um, we had a monkey reading my book? Did you see that post? No. I Let's was at band. Okay, I was at me too. I was at band rehearsal um, for, with a band yeah. for the New Year's Eve gig. Yay! And we're sitting and and New Year's the guitar, Eve, the, Teddy, yeah, the, the double cross, right? The guitar, yes. The, the guitar's player's wife had a monkey sitting on the table. A real monkey? No. Oh, okay. okay. She's and and their daughter actually has my first book, so I wanted to give her as a present my second book, which goes with it. So I. I went out and got and I brought it in and Sandy actually put it between the monkey's paws 
like it, it's reading it. Oh my god! So that's so, funny. so Daryl, did she put a pair of glasses on it too? Just no, to, I, no, I don't think so. Measure. But she should have. But you know that Daryl was the guitar player. He's kind of like, oh look at that! A monkey could read your book, and I'm like, you know what? So that I took a picture. Amazing. I took a picture of it, and I actually posted it that way. It's like, okay, <laughs> even a monkey can read my book, and uh, it got fantastic. a lot of hits. And of course, there's other smart-ass people out there like me that make little comments Absolutely. like, yeah, well, uh, you know, Tim Conwell out there, you know, it's like. Uh yeah, well the monkey wrote it. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Tim was on here. I hope he's still on here. To it hear was that. the chimpanzees that were in the chimps. That were the, it was the yeah. chimps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it makes me makes me wonder: Are we going to end up with a Planet of the Apes type situation in time? Mm, well, you look at the politicians. Know. You got to wonder that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, who says they're not already in power? Jesus. Which I can't. <laughs> no, I can't do politics because it'll just get me heated. I know. I just had to do that. So, but um, um, yeah. So, um, uh, Sheila says I am really busy too. She's been working on her ornaments, her paranormal oh, ornaments. So yay. it's really cool. She is makes she, gonna, she takes she the ornaments. So she she. I hope so. She she does Fantastic. she um draws different paranormal things on them, and she Fine. she made a couple for Paratalk Radio. Believe it or not. Oh, you cool. know, Ren talked to me and he's got some stuff uh, he's, coming. Yeah, he's, he's, he's uh, we have Ren Lauren is going to be making some boxes. No, so he's, um, yeah, he's got some coffins for us. That he will be making. I don't know how they're going to He will be. Man, a spider was living in mine. Oh, shoot, son. Get the hell out of there, bitch. But anyways. <laughs> but um, we, cedar, isn't it? It is. Make a good humidor. Right, but we are going to be selling these. I could put lights in it, and this is going to be my new EMF detector. I like it. Oh my god, I'd I'd rather see like a good bottle of scotch in there. There you go. Well, actually, I have a bottle of Jack Daniels. I love the smell. It would work too. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, so so yeah, Ren is going to have Ren is going to have. Um, he's gonna put some. So we're going to have him for Parafest, and he's actually got some different type rectangle boxes that he's sending a case of those as well and the girls are going what? to decorate them okay. and uh, my nieces my nieces oh. my sister's daughter and my niece's daughter so i'm going to get stuff for them to decorate the boxes with and put little hinges on them and all that stuff so we can oh. have for the prayer fest like take old pictures of like off the internet of ghosts and stuff, yeah, put them on fantastic. and shellac them and all that stuff. Cool. So it'd be kind of cool to have. But yeah. I love the feeling of this wood. Oh my back. god, I know. You're touching it's my your, wood. I'm touching your wood. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he's not polishing it. <laughs> well, <laughs> spit shine. But you know. <laughs> wow. But um, a bomb. But yeah, so. <laughs> you guys shouldn't leave me open. Like I, that. I know. I know. You're you know, people. You know, and the people that follow our show know how we are. And, yes, and anybody that's new, I'm not apologizing are, because this I'm is how we are. This is how we are. It's more fun. You, oh, you yeah. want, so want the amount of, the amount of, why you tune in. The amount of celebrities we've had on the show that actually us. come back and say, oh, my God, you guys are a trip. And they'll sit right. and talk to us after. It's like we've never been on a show like this before. You guys are right. amazing. And then we get, then we get well, why don't, why don't you have more followers? Because – this is who we are, and there's a lot of people who just don't like us, and that's their problem. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not that we're not liked. They don't know about us yet, so, yeah, there share, you go. Us. so share us. Yeah. We like it. There you go. Pass us around. You're out of touch, man. That's that's right. All right, man. so do you want to take the first one, dowsing rods? That was the question. The dowsing, dowsing what rods. What about dowsing rods? 
What about them? Barry <laughs> uh, said, or a bottle of Jameson I, in the boxes. Even well, Jameson is good too. Jim Beam is a spirit in the alcohol world. I had a nice twelve-year-old Doers earlier today. A, a what? Twelve-year-old Doers. Stay away from the young gosh. ones. Oh, very good, very good. Actually, uh, you're talking to a girl that doesn't drink. Yeah, so we we fun. actually gave her rub oh at God. one time. We gave her moonshine once. Uh-oh. I'm here on, on the show. Anyway, like I think they were trying to kill me. <laughs> I think they were trying. It's just corn and to kill me. Old corn is all it is. Throw out your dead. <laughs> Throw out your dead. Butt scratcher. Butt scratcher. There's your butt scratcher here. No, seriously. I. It was the most disgusting thing I had ever tasted in my life. It. I, my bunghole. It goes. Fire. It's an acquired taste. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> But dowsing rods, yes, we were discussing dowsing rods. Right, right. Uh, actually, I use them. Uh, I do ghost dinners and ghost walks, and we use them quite often um, to, to to chat with the ghosts. Right, right. And it it they are absolutely amazing that they do work. Uh, you know, some people say, "Well, you're moving your hands and this and that," but I, you know, well, you know, I'm gonna have to play devil's advocate here because of being a skeptic. Ahead. Yeah, me too. So. Um, the electrical because impulses that we have in our body yeah, actually body. Um, do take and play a role into those. They do. So, they, they but I, I'm the, just going to make it... the problem I have with that is this. Okay, I love this. I love controversy. <laughs> We're not going to be displayed in the city. <laughs> if you have an electronic electrical, your body has an electrical field. Right. That's the same all over your body, right? Mm-hmm. So. I will say if you if you're holding the rods, it's going to lock them in one position. They're not going to move back and forth and cross. But you have, you but, the, have but, but you have automatic muscle, movement in your yeah, hands sometimes then, with all that. So and that's the same problem I have with pendulums. But but let me just let me throw something at you though. For people but, who are but not for people but people that use them like my family still uses that for for, for water. water. They yeah, still use it for water and oil and all that stuff too. But witchery. So, um, with the old, have you used Willow, them? So, I personally no, no. And here, in, 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 I will challenge use them before you condemn them. All right, folks, you heard this. We're gonna come back here at some point in a show down the I road. Here, that. it's gonna be Ralph and I with these things. Well, we a live show, a, but it has to be during an investigation. We have we can to investigate this investigation. place. We have to yeah. investigate this place. Why not? The really weirdest that I've had with revining rods is I used to make them out of uh, with a plastic, a soft plastic handle. Mm-hmm. And you could be gripping close. them like this, and you could feel the damn thing moving back and forth. Oh, yeah. No, I've used them before, and I think they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't electrical. See, my my thing is like it. with the old school paranormal, what I do is I actually get a two by four platform. I put it on the on the ground yeah. and I get two other pieces of wood. I, I, you know, screw them to it. And then I drilled holes enough so that the they fit down inside. And what I do is I set that on the ground and I say, if there's, you know, not, not necessarily the ground, but on the you? table. So, no, you're not getting anything off of them. You know, uh, I you wish it did. The interaction of a human. I, I think it, I, I think well, it I, I agree with you. I think it has to, I, I think it has to have the interaction of a human, but it's it's I'm still on the scientific part of it where the skeptical I, side to where I can't explain it. I, right. I cannot explain it. Yeah. Um first the first time we did a ghost walk. 
I dress up in a cape and a top hat. <laughs> and oh, I, God, that's awesome. And I had a pair of divining rods, and we were, I was walking to Shamrock Jacks, which is down by Seabreeze. Yeah. We were two drunk guys, and they're looking at me, and they're <laughs> laughing. I love that so much. I can't even tell you. So I looked at the two of them, and I go, you ever seen divining rods work? And they're sort of snickering and shaking their heads. I you go, know, what's your name? I said to one of them. He said, Brian. So I hold up to the rods, and I go, show me Brian. And the rods just went, boop, right to Brian. Well, Brian sobered up real fast. <laughs> I look at them and go, would you, would you like to ask any questions? And they're both like, uh-uh. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, oh my man. gosh, we need that to get rid of that stupid little fly. Does it work? Yes. Oh, it does. Let me see that thing. I will yeah. kill you. So what do you do, hold the button? When is you're going to go it. try to kill it? Because it's like a bug zapper. Yeah. Well, it is a bug it zapper. Is a, it is a bug zapper. It's a fly swatter, electronic fly swatter. I love those. Electrocutes the little suckers. Amazing. Wow, I would love to use this to electrocute a few people I know. Stop it. <laughs> you can use that for the spanking. That, that's exactly oh, where I was going oh. with it. Uh, yeah. We had plans for you before you got here. <laughs> Wait, what was that? What did I just miss? You got to listen to the, the tape beforehand. Because well, we here. had plans for you beforehand. Ah! <laughs> I'm scared now. It's funny. Ralph fits, Ralph fits in. This is funny. That's good. Very good. Very good, Ralph. All right, guys. You got any more questions out there? I mean, Every time we're, I hear Ralph, it's, I it's, just think of Ralphie. Ralphie? Uh, only All my the, aunts can call me Ralphie. I, listen, the Crandons? The Crandons or what? What's Ralphie? Bang, zoom. No, Ralph oh. probably from a Christmas story. Yes, yeah. it is. Ralphie from a Christmas story. <laughs> I'm lost. I have I have four aunts that can call me Ralphie. Mm. Okay. And that's it. Has one of them passed, though? Yes, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so. Actually, two of them have passed. Okay. All right, so, guys, it's been, um, unfortunately, we have to cut. It's already after our time. But uh, if you and guys I have, have any quick. I have my nephew quick... to take home. Yeah, so, um, Ralph, it was great having you here. Yeah, I mean, really enjoyed it. And uh, Thank you for you're welcome me. back anytime. Yay! Anytime. Um, if you find out, Yay! if you if you get on our, our website or our Facebook pat, you know, part or whatever, and you see a show that you want to come in and join us on, just. Give us a holler. Oh, my God. Appreciate it. Robert. I really enjoy this very much. I'll tell you, I do a radio show myself. You do? Every Monday. It's uh, political talk. It's, um, they, they, they play at different times. They usually play it on, uh, I think it's Wednesdays. No, Thursdays. Um, So you record Mondays and play on Wednesdays? Right. right, And then the weekends. Wow, no kidding. 1040 and and right in your home? You do it as a podcast? Is that what it is? It's they like podcast. A- they they broadcast it, and they, it's 1040 and uh, 95, uh, one. On, on the radio? Radio? Yeah. What yeah. time do they do really? that? Really? WYSL. Really? YSL is like right around the corner from me. Yeah. You know, do you know um, Doc? Who uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know 95? a lot of them. Yeah. 95.1. Yeah. That's, a, that's the uh, FM. Yeah. Yeah, 95.1. That's where they have, like, the, what do you call it, show? The... What what show? <laughs> what <laughs> they, they have all the music and stuff. Like yeah, these, good story. Oh. Yeah, so hey, you know, is that either what way. Is on now? Is 95 one? 
That's ninety-five um, not five, I think maybe. Yeah, ninety-five five is what you're talking about. Not ninety-five yeah. one. Ninety-five one. So. Uh, that used to be the old nerve. Ninety-five. Yeah. Ninety-five one. Ninety-five five. Yeah. Okay. Did, well, they, did, they right. just opened this. They're having a station in. Um, so you're Rockport, doing political views. Wow, oh, yeah. political stuff. That's well, crazy. Amendment, actually. Wow. Nice. Well, and, uh, you guys got to check them out then on the radio. If you guys are local, why not? That yeah. would be great. Check W-Y-S-L. them out. WYSL. WYSL. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm the comic Robert. Re- I'm the comic relief. Are you Robert <laughs> D'Angelo? Um, actually, oh sure, Bob. Yeah. 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 He uh, was like three or four or five grades below me in in school. Yeah. Is he on the show with you then? Is that Bob? It, uh, He's one of the D'Angelo salesmen, isn't, right? Um, Doc, the one who owns the station. Yeah. Uh, Bob Savage. Uh, he's yep. he he did he co-host mm-hmm. and my 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 co-host actually is Bill Robinson. Oh, okay, cool. And he makes me look like a real lefty, <laughs> and I'm conservative. <laughs> so I could already tell. Just so you know, Ralph. We, we are have, not a political we show. Fun. We are a paranormal show. So get the peas right. <laughs> right. But you guys, although you know, if you get me going. See, you might have this to have her as a guest. There you go. Out. All right, so Is guys, we're, we're not we go march on Washington D.C. <laughs> should yes. we march on Washington yes. D.C.? We all should march. Okay, on so um, next week, um, actually, let me get it up here real quick. And uh, uh, he was he was making funny of what I said. He said he's got to get it up real quick. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That I didn't pick that up is astounding. Yeah. So, um, and normally I have this. Okay, so next week. Oh, my God. It's the 28th already. Oh, next week. Can you believe it? Next week is is the day. Yeah, so the world's largest ghost hunt. We are going to be talking with all the teams from around the globe. Hopefully Hopefully they'll call in, and we're going to be talking to them about what they had um, found at their investigations, nine continents, Hundred locations, um, and hopefully they will all be calling in and um, letting us know what they yeah. what they discovered in all their locations. So yeah, you didn't, even, you didn't even let me know what we discovered. Yeah, but we didn't discover anything. Oh really? Yeah, unfortunately. And That's then um, the November fourth is when we come back, and that is uh, Gerald uh, Marston, who is on the new Ghost Hunters show. Oh my God, Robert said the partly normal so. show. <laughs> Partly, partly normal. Partly Thanks, Robert. Normal. Robert, don't forget, and I'm going to mention this now, that if you want stuff at the Parafest, you better get making and better get them sent before February. So, and we will have them for you. So, yeah. um, oh, and cool. Just to, so you know, um, Paratalk Radio is going to have some really cool lanterns that we're making and putting out there for not necessarily red lens. Um, but we'll have some new but ghost But the Red hunting. Lens is fantastic. Yeah, the Red cool. Lens so. District. Yes, <laughs> yes, Red Lens District. That's all right, guys. So uh, thank you so much again, Ralph, for joining us here, coming all your way to – it didn't take long, what, 20 minutes, 25 minutes? Not bad. No, not, not bad. bad drive. It's cool. Wait, how far was, away? Um, well, I live in Rochester, so. Oh, yeah. oh real quick, plug your so. books and where they can get your books. Yes. Oh, I, I have a, about five books. Yep. Um, Ghost of Old Rochesterville. Ghost of Genesee Country, Mystic Encounters uh, Guide to Ghost Hunting, a Beginner's Guide to uh, Pendulums and Blinding Rods, um, and uh, sort of a preteen novel, uh, The Ghost Detectives. Cool. Oh, fine. And you can find them on Amazon. Oh. Just Google my name, Ralph Esposito, or search for my name. Where to go? 
and they should they should pop up for you. And you know what's funny is that when you said like your last name Esposito, I was I was like, oh, this guy's last name Esposito, and then all I could think of was that stupid song because my my godson sings it. It's Desposito, and I'm like, ah, now I know how I'm gonna remember his name. Well, the funny there part is, is I wanted to play that song at the party, mm-hmm. and my daughter's like, no. Uh, well, I love that song. Kids love it. So, all right, so you can probably find them on Amazon, right? Then on your books, they're we definitely can... on Amazon. And all right. it's been a pleasure. It really has. Give yeah. Cindy the Lampson yeah. book, so pick them up on Saturday. Okay, uh, I don't uh, know what uh, we're talking uh, okay. about. Okay, I don't know where you're going to be, Sheila, on Saturday, but sure. So I'll pick them up on Saturday. Wait, where am I going to be on I Saturday? I don't know. She wants to get them from you, so I don't know. Oh, I have a reading. So all right, gonna... well, guys, we'll talk, Sheila. we're going to talk, Sheila. All right, we're gonna we're gonna say goodbye to y'all. Um, we love you and thank you for Mwah. for tuning in to another episode of Paratalk Radio. Thank you for and, um, listening and watching. And we yeah and interacting with us for we anybody that remembers. And share us, go share us because we like to be passed around. Right, and if anybody remembers uh, Ryan Russell from the Unbelievers podcast, um, mm-hmm. I was in contact with him a few days ago. We are actually gonna be doing another show with him soon because we are gonna talk about a new monster. Okay, okay. Cool. All right, so that'll be cool. All right, everybody, remember, wherever there is darkness, there's always the light. light. We'll see you later. Thank you for listening to Paratalk Radio with Ted Wolf and Psychic Cindy. Catch us next Monday for another fantastic guest. Please check out our show as well as others on the WLFE-DB Radio Network. And remember, like, follow, and share with everyone. Join us at WLFE-DB.com for upcoming shows and so much more. drug dealer I thought I'd call in case you needed anything at all you know you can always call me just to talk but I mostly want to sell you drugs drug dealer my bunghole it goes rock and then sometimes my bum